the beef is like, yeah. ah, it's part of graffiti, bro. You know, you don't know who you're beefing it with, bro, you yeah. know? And some motherfuckers are crazy about that shit. They'll kill you, bro, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, some fools get crazy with it. It's, it's all they have. It's their life, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, and that's the thing is you risk your life for it, you know? At what point did you start running into these situations with, with law enforcement? You have to be able to like go through those pains, dude, of yeah. being alone, you know, of saying no to people, mm. of hitting rock bottom, of not having money, of not having any of that shit. So, you know, luckily I, I learned a lot of that stuff, you know, uh, getting busted, bro. You know, you got to be able to like uh, critique yourself yeah. and be honest with yourself. You know, and that carries even farther in life because the moment you could start to like really critique yourself and be like, dude, I'm fucking stupid or I'm wrong or I did that wrong is when you start to realize like even about yourself, like, man, I should I shouldn't lose my temper so quick or I should eat healthier or I shouldn't do. And you start applying those things and you get results just like a tattooing. You know, you start making these changes and now your work starts to look like this. You know, before you know it, you start making those changes in your real life and then shit starts to change for you. Yo, welcome back to Rancher Network Podcast. It's your boy, Yak. It's your boy, T. Yo, we're back at it for another one, man. Thank mm -hmm. you for all the support, y'all. Thank you for sticking with us. I know we've been in and out, but we got a big one for you guys today. Um, this is someone that's low-key. It's really dope. It's a different perspective. We've had an artist on here before, but this is a different kind of artist. But he still has that, that experience with, you know, tagging, doing graffiti work and all that, all that crazy stuff. And at the end of the day, he has a background, too. You know, he could be relatable to our audience. Um, he's part of the reentry field. So with that being said, I want to give a really warm uh, welcome to our boy Bogus Tattoo, aka Andrew. Let's go, yeah. man. Thank Let's you. Let's get it. Yeah, Yo, we you. appreciate you being here, bro. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah. It's tight. Um, I think uh, when we're looking at your work, we're checking out your Instagram. It's uh -huh. Bogus Tattoo, right? Yeah, so yeah. Check it out if y'all need to. Yo, your work is so dope. Like, it's Thank you, so man. crisp. Thank like, you, crisper bro. Like, than these cameras out here, bro. It's wild. <laughs> Thank you, um, But what was crazy is I didn't know your story until I started watching some of your stuff. Your, like, uh -huh. your vlogs, your background. Um, you've you've had some you've done some time some yeah, bro. Time yeah, yeah bro for graffiti yeah like all for graffiti um yeah i started uh started writing when i was about like 15 years old and mm -hmm. then yeah eventually uh like uh, at the age of like 19 20 that's when i started catching some cases for for all the graph stuff but yeah man that's that's uh that's when i kind of started you're an la native though you're yeah. south you're uh east la native right? uh, southeast southeast so southeast bad. is more like whittier pico rivera uh, Downey, like that area. That's more like the southeast area. We, this is, we haven't really had anyone from that yeah. area on on the podcast. What was that no, like? I think um, it was, like, it was yeah. cool, bro. Um, you know, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty like suburb kind of area, I guess, of LA. Uh, so for the most part, like uh, it, there's very nice areas and there's very like there's there's a lot of bad areas too. Yeah. The thing about like the southeast is um like especially like pico rivera i lived there for a while there's a there's a lot of fucking neighborhoods right there so like depending on where you're at like you could be you could be like uh one part of town and then you go to you know a certain gas station or liquor store there's like two three different neighborhoods that go to that liquor store so as far as that yeah yeah but um when, when i was growing up my experience like in the in the 90s it was it was gangs when i moved there to whittier um, but then when I got into like middle school and high school, it was more the tagging, like the tag banging. That, that's mm. what got really big. Uh, that's what was like, there was a lot of fucking taggers, yeah. a lot of crews. Um, yeah, bro. So that, that was kind of the, the more like the rougher part of that. My experience was more the tag. There was more taggers at that time, you know, from what, early what, 2000s. What uh, era was this? Like early 2000s? Early 2000s. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, 
like oh four like oh four to like about 2010 was like mm. the years that i was kind of like into writing and stuff like that i guess like what what kind of stuff do you see in because everybody has like a different art, artistic thought about it right uh -huh. like what kind of what do you see when it comes to art and graffiti like okay yeah so fuck it, it's a little complex dude because the average person when they see it they're like what like so stupid you know what i mean but behind it there's you know uh it, it's really complex like when you're when you're in that world um you know depending on on like what your goal is uh, but the goal is kind of like who's up the most you know at, at, at least that was a game that i was playing like who was getting up the most who had the most spots who had the mm. crazier spots uh so the crazier the spot was uh, the riskier it was uh, the more respect you would get from the other artists you know like and also like i think even from the public because you know random people are going to be like yeah. how the fuck did you get up there like you know what time did you do that at and you know they just trip out on it uh but for me it was more about getting up like trying to like me and my homies it was like trying to have two to three bombs like and i'm I'm not talking little bullshit ass yard bombs i'm saying like center dividers billboard or like you know a bridge on the on the right. on the freeway that's what i wanted to have on each freeway you know 605 710 405 all at 91 going to the ie everywhere going everywhere i want to have at least two or three bombs that way going there and back bro you know north and south and east and west you want to try to have something on everything that way that way no one kind of misses your name but that that's kind of that's kind of the game that i was trying to play like with with my homies you know right and i think um at that level bro like when you're trying to do it like that like you're doing it really competitively i think that's the game that most people are playing and then eventually it gets more into style and stuff like that um, but there's a lot of writers too you know that yeah i grew up with that were fucking have six style but they never got up bro you know so that mm. at least to me that cancels you out bro it was almost like Cause like the, like for LA writing, I think the, the root of it is like getting up personally. That's from like who I seen up and who I was around and the influences. It's about getting up. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And I can see that too with, with site stuff too. It's like, it's really putting your, your name on the map. Literally, yeah, bro. Yeah. like and, literally and, putting your name on the map. And, and he for sure was like yeah. someone that I looked up to, bro. You know, like he was a sick fucking writer, bro. He was a little bit before my time, but. For sure, bro. Like I think when when I was painting, he was I don't I think he was probably busted, but you know, cause I didn't see no much more of his stuff. Yeah. But um he fuck he had a lot of shit, bro, from like early two thousands, like crazy scribes, like crazy stuff, like uh, crazy stuff. It's his own world, huh? Yeah, it's a whole world, bro. It's his yeah. own world, and it's it's special, bro. To get into something like that, it's really special. Yeah. It's like it's really like I said, it's an art form. So you say you started doing it at fifteen, though. Uh huh. Um, I guess when was it when you really picked up a cat and you're like, let me let me try uh, this? I was, or, or real quick, I, I'm thinking too. Also, mm -hmm. you mentioned like growing up in that area with uh -huh. a bunch of different neighborhoods. Uh -huh. How didn't you go the neighborhood route? Or uh, what was that the neighborhood? part. You, yeah. you know, you yeah. know what? I think the neighborhood that I grew up in, uh, there was uh. I would say like damn near like every other house. It was a kid that was like either my age or two years older. Mm. So there was fucking kids everywhere right there. <laughs> uh, and we started off like skating. Um, and then from skating, some some homies kind of got into like um, like tagging and kind of getting high and stuff like that um, or playing sports. You know what I mean? Or doing kind of a little bit of all of it. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, luckily, like me, I, I kind of stick more to the sports stuff. That was kind of like um, before like really getting into to art, that was kind of my my getaway, you know what I mean? From whatever problems I was having at home or, you know, whatever, whatever, bro, you know, girl, girl problems, whatever yeah, the fuck. I would right. go and work out or fucking go play ball. I played basketball. Um, so, and I got pretty good. I, I played basketball and soccer, but I got better at basketball, played on some traveling teams. 
And, uh, you know, it kind of, that shit kept me out of a lot of trouble, bro. Because a lot of my homies started doing crazy shit, like, at a really young age, you know, using crazy, using fucking meth and, yeah. you know, crazy shit, you know? I think a perspective that you provided that tripped me out was... Um, you would be like at sport practice. You would uh -huh. have to be walking home right after school yeah, where yeah. all that's active. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So the high school that I went to, um, it, it kind of, it was like, it, it was like the district. It was weird. Like if you lived like, like in these weird little areas, mm -hmm. you would go to that school. So what was weird about that high school is usually if your high school is like right here, like the kids that live in this neighborhood go to the school. But our school was like a little patch of kids from here, 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 and like all over. Mm. So what ends up happening is you have like seven eight different neighborhoods in the same fucking school and for us we live the farthest we live the farthest from the high school so when you're walking home and and back then it wasn't even so much it was more kind of like the area that you lived in they knew that if you lived in this area that you were maybe affiliated with these people or whatever or you might have a brother or a cousin so right away like you, you kind of start having a little bit of like tension with some of the other kids that live in the other neighborhoods not so much me i kind of got along with everyone but I know some of the, I would go to school and they knew I lived in this neighborhood. So they would kind of look at me a little funny. And then so after school, we would have to walk home. We fucking the far as fuck. So you're kind of a big target for everyone. So if you're walking home and, you know, the, like these fools could, you know, easily Anything run up happen. on you. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, but like like you were saying, luckily, uh, I fucking uh, I started uh, I was playing basketball in high school. So the bat, our, our practice was right after school. So I, I, I got to fucking stay at the school. And, you know, my homies would fucking walk home and, you know, I would hear crazy stuff, bro, of them walking home and getting crazy fights and getting hit with bats, all kinds of fucked up shit. Like all the, like my neighbors, all my, my homies I live right there with. Um, but I, I got to escape that in high school just because of, you know, the sports and stuff. Um, but I was always around them. I was always around that stuff. And, you know, I was always into like writing, you know what I mean? Um, it wasn't until like to answer, I think your question, it wasn't until like my sophomore year, I was in a uh, uh, English class and uh, one of my homies, he actually tattoos at the shop that I own right now. The homie Cody Iron Eyes. Yeah, he works there with me. It's pretty crazy because sometimes we tattoo people from high school and they're like, what yeah. the fuck, bro? Like, no way. You guys Both are still you together. Yeah. You guys are still together and doing the same shit, you know, writing yeah. or whatever. Like mm -hmm. we'll be sitting down next to each other and we'll be fucking writing on paper just like in class, you know, like. It's just something that I don't know, like a like a nervous habit almost, you know, yeah. like on, on it. Or sometimes I'll right, see him, right. like just sitting down. He'll just be doing. And I'm like, like what's this doing? Yeah. Yeah. Air, air letters. Yeah, yeah. bro. It's just so be like it. practicing letters in the air. Mm. I think what trips me out is uh, one thing that you mentioned when we did the pre-screening was um, mm -hmm. that you never became affiliated, gang affiliated, no, but no, you were no, just so, no. so surrounded by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how tough was that? Well, I mean, well, I know you said sports was it, and you kind of stayed away from it, but yeah. even when you're with your homies. How did you really still keep yourself set? Because there's a lot of people out here that, especially here in the LA area, uh -huh. that don't want to get involved. They're not trying to be there. But yeah, these yeah. are your neighborhood friends. Like yeah, these are yeah. the only people you could hang yeah. out with ideally. Yeah. Um, so how yeah, are that, you? That's tough, man. Because uh, I I didn't want to go to that high school just because like because of sports reasons. I wanted to go to a different high school. Mm. But I ended up going to that high school where like all my homies were at. Um, but like, honestly, dude, the sports, dude, I got lucky, bro. Honestly, like just kind of staying on that path and then just kind of finding a little bit of passion in, in playing basketball. Um, but like, I, I kind of would like every now and then, like if I would, you know, on the off season or whatever the fuck I would end up with the homies, you know, I would end up fucking getting high or smoking weed or 
whatever the fuck they were into or whatever we were doing at that time, I would, I would still, I had uh, my foot in like both worlds in a way. You know, I would go to practice mm -hmm. and they would see me a certain way at practice, but then I would be with my homies and I'd be fucking around, you know? And so I, I, would, I always had my foot a little bit in both. Uh, but to kind of answer your question, bro, um, it, it was hard, bro. I never, I don't really feel like I ever was really able to get away from it because it was all around me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was just around me. So it wasn't really, it, it wasn't really that easy to get away from it. You I'm know? sure there was instances. So, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so your moms and pops were, were on board with the sports and all that. They yeah, were on yeah, top of question, it. Yeah, yeah. So my, my, my dad, when I was in uh, like second or third grade, my dad went to prison for like 10 years, bro. So oh, I didn't, I didn't grow up with my dad too much. I always had a relationship with him, you know, I, I, I still talk to him and stuff, but he, he fucking got busted for a while. He didn't get out until I was like a senior in high school. Mm. Yeah, so I didn't see him until like which, that which time. Which I'm imagining is another transition. Oh, yeah, yeah bro. And then, yeah, and then ha trying to have that relationship with him again, yeah. you know, even though I, you know, I have, I, I have a lot of his traits, bro. I have a lot of his personality from what I hear from people. And even when I talk to him, you know, I could feel like you know, fuck, like, this motherfucker's just like me, dude, you know, mm -hmm. like, even in all the bad ways and all the good ways, you know what I mean? Yeah. But in a lot of bad ways, bro, you know, like, a lot of the, the things that, not not to be fucked up, not to, you know, put my, my yeah. pops down, he's a fucking good dude, but a lot of the bad stuff that he has, bro, like, he has it to, like, uh, like, like extreme, bro, like, any little bad personality trait that I might have, that motherfucker has it extreme, dude, yeah. you know, and he hasn't that's figured nuts. it out, which that's is nuts. fucked up. Yeah. You know, and sadly, that's 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 a result of like where he's at. You know, like he's he's been in and out of prison. He lives in Mexico now. He got deported. Oh, he's yeah. been doing good now. You know, he's been doing good now. But you know, it was just like all those years of not really learning from your mistakes, dude, and doing the same shit over and over. And you know, you're you're not really getting any result. You know what I mean? You're doing the same stuff. You're blaming other people. You're not taking accountability for for your actions. You know, you're blaming. Uh, your childhood or, or how you grew up or the people around you or your dad and it's like dude i could have done the same shit i could have blamed my pops for all that dumb shit you know and it's like bro. that shit there's no there's no uh uh you know you like i think for like younger people like you just really got to get to that point where you try to you just got to take accountability for the shit that you're doing you know what i mean like you can't really blame it on no one bro even if you're even if you're i know a lot of people like my story is is you know it's a cool story but I know there's people that have it's more extreme, bro. Way mm. more extreme. So I could I I know I know how that it could feel like fuck, dude. Like I can't get out of this situation, but dude, you can get out of that shit, dude. Hey, you know what I mean? Like especially living in this country, there's a lot of opportunity, man. You could there's a lot of things out there to help you. You could get out of it. It's hard, but you could do it, bro. Right. You know. And, and if you do do it, I will say this: like a lot of people that you see that are really like elite, bro, that make a lot of fucking money or really successful. Most of the times, bro, they come from really fucked up backgrounds, bro. Because once you figure that out, bro, and that little light bulb like fucking turns on in your head, you're fucking unstoppable, bro. You know, like any anywhere you go, it's like no one's been through the the shit that you've gone through. There's no way that like like you no no one could. Uh, like no one could have like no one could take those experiences away from you you know what i mean and they just yeah. make you stronger dude that way you go somewhere or you have a, a certain experience it's just like whatever dude i've gone through way fucking worse mm -hmm. you know what i mean like even now like some of the problems like luckily bro like because you know the success i've had in tattooing you know i've been able to like invest in other things bro like real estate and stuff like that i got really yeah. into like real estate and like uh 24 years old i bought like my first multi-unit property you know, and then I just like I said every two years I'm a fucking buy one, and I've been doing that, bro. You know, and, and it's fucking yeah, it's crazy, bro. Cause through, through all tattooing initially, mm -hmm. right? That was your bread and butter. Through all tattooing, tattoo. I've never had a job, bro. I had like I fucking worked yeah. at a warehouse when I was 18. I worked at a pizza place when I was 17. Mm -hmm. Shitty fucking jobs, bro. Fucking 
shitty, you know, but but I always had a good work ethic, bro. I like my my family, bro, like my aunts, uncles and stuff, you know, they they've all worked really hard and you know, they've done well for themselves. I've seen them like have nothing and now they got a bunch of shit yeah. and you know, they're super successful. So it's not like I was born and these motherfuckers had all this money. They struggled too, bro. Right. But now I see them now and I'm like, "Fuck, bro. Like it's 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 fucking crazy, bro. You know, I could hit up my uncles, my aunts and shit. I could ask them for advice on real estate. You know, I have a few homies too that I grew up with that they're fucking doing good too, man. You know, that show me a lot of stuff that you know, that's crazy, bro. It's 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 fucking it's they're good problems to have. Sometimes like that, like going back to what I said, sometimes I fucking I think like, oh fuck, I this tenant, this and that bullshit or whatever, or this or that, the loan and this and my taxes and all this shit. It's like these are good fucking problems to have, bro. You know, not the other bullshit, you know, worrying yeah. about watching so your true. back and all that dumb shit, you know, yeah. like it's like now it's like I got opportunities, bro. Like I could actually go like have real fun and you know, you can hang out with people that you know got your back and they're not going to really like lead you in any bad directions, mm -hmm. you know? And then the the more that you disconnect yourself from that world, the more you kind of start realizing like, damn, bro, like like the, the, like there there's nothing out there really, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and not not to say that I'm fucking perfect, bro. I still you know, I still that shit's still in me, bro. You know, all that stuff is still yeah. in me. It comes out sometimes, you know, sometimes I do dumb shit, I fuck up sometimes. But I'm I'm able to like before I would lose control, bro, and I would fuck mm. up, and I'd be like, man, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. And then before you know it, you're in jail, and you're like, fuck, dude, you know why the fuck am I yeah. in here? You know, and I'm like, fuck, you know, like. So so real quick to to bring it back right now, you uh -huh. mentioned something about worth ethic. Yeah. So I know for sure because we're probably the same age. Uh -huh. Um, you use that worth ethic uh -huh. when you were getting up when you yeah were, when oh you yeah were bro, yeah so yeah. so you had a good run so I'm I'm. Eight of eighty nine, born uh -huh. in eighty nine, okay, yeah. so I think we're we're roughly yeah, you're, you're somewhere older, yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah, so I remember seeing yeah. the, the the bogus. Yeah, right? yeah that's yeah. The, the graffiti yeah. name. Um, so you put in. So what was it that that really got you going on that? Was it? So I'm gonna tell you an mm -hmm. example. I came up to uh -huh. graffiti, ended up with a gang banging shit and all that. Uh -huh. But I think everybody starts off with the graffiti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for me, it was a saber. Uh -huh. oh, seeing yeah. the saber Sick. pieces, yeah. the river pieces, the LA riverbed, the MTA yeah. pieces. Uh, yeah. Was that something or the all city TK? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. The the yeah. the MTA roller. I was riding during that time. I remember oh, when they were okay. doing it. Um, I I got to see the saber piece. So uh, like, what really got me to be like to really get competitive with it competitive. And, and really okay. want to like pursue it like hardcore like that was my homie, the one I work with. Uh, mm. When we were in high school, you know, I would see him tagging on paper. I always liked tagging, but not to the point where like I had the balls to do it. I just didn't really like see too much. I didn't really see anything really in it, you know. Um, but when I started seeing him, like all the alphabets that he had and all the letters that he could come up with, and I would be like, holy fuck, dude. Like everything was just spaced perfectly. The proportions of the letters, everything was just. And, and this was, was on, on, on paper? On paper, at the on time? paper. Okay, but then so we were but, eyeballing Yeah, you. but then trip on this. So he, he had a horse, he had horse property in like Whittier Narrows. His his mom had horses, mm. but his backyard was a freeway and there was a, there was a graffiti yard back there. A crazy one, a good one, like mm. a legendary one. Like, uh, like for that, for, for that area, like there was, you know, you would see, you know, uh, Atlas in there and like some s s fucking Ooh, yeah, sick yeah. riders from where yeah. we're at and stuff, you know, and have sick pieces in there. It was a big ass fucking yard. And I remember he told me, he started seeing that. I was like, I liked it. He said, Hey bro, come to my house. I'll show you. And we fucking go. I'm like, Holy fuck, dude. Like, I didn't even know the yeah. shit like that exists, you know? Right. And then you're like, dude, like what the, and then I, I would see him paint and I'm like, dude, like I want to fucking learn this shit. Yeah. And then that's how I got my name, dude. Like we're messing around with letters. 
I actually at first my the I used to look really young, bro. When I was when I was younger, I looked like a little fucking kid. I didn't start growing like until I was like probably out of high school, bro. I was short as late, fuck. Late bloomer, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was short as fuck, bro. And um, that's crazy, my boy, because you big right yeah, now. Yeah, I was short <laughs> right, as fuck yeah. though, bro. You know, and, and uh, I always make a joke where I always say that like I I feel like I still grow, bro. Like it's, <laughs> I'm I'm not, bro. But yeah. I always feel like man, maybe I got yeah. taller. I look a little taller today. But anyways, we we fucking uh. I'll go to the fucking uh to the, I went to the yard and it blew my mind, bro. And then I I seen him paint. He took some paint down there, and then he he you know I started seeing what he could do, and I would trip out on like how he didn't really have too much influence as far as like he wasn't kicking it with the riders and stuff like that at school. Cause some of that stuff, like how you said, a lot of the riders that were riding at that time at the school, they were only riding because they were like they were like eventually gonna get into the neighborhood. It wasn't wow. really like they were riding because they mm-hmm. liked riding and they were getting up. This was the first fool I I met that was riding because he liked graph, you know, like he was you know he was into the, the art. actual art of it, right? So he was a big fucking inspiration, like crazy, bro, mm-hmm. you know. So we were messing around with names, and I I started writing twelve twelver. I wrote that for a little bit, and then I, I realized some someone else that was better, you uh, you know, wrote that. And there's a lot of rules. Isn't that kind of crazy? As yeah. you're coming up, you're picking names, and then you realize, God damn, there's five motherfuckers out there <laughs> that have the same name. Yeah, bro. So And there's yeah. a lot of rules to graffiti, too, bro. Like, you can't be doing stupid, like, funny shit like that, like, writing the same name that someone has. Cause yeah. It's just not good, bro. It's going to end with problems, you know? So we're messing around with it, and, and the homie, what he would do is uh, just so that he could practice his letters... You know, he was into like a lot of like, um, like I don't know, like fucking like, like punk rock music, I guess mm. you would say. So he would write lyrics to songs that he was listening mm. to on the paper. You know, like that's that's what that's what he would do. He would write the lyrics, and then one of the songs that he wrote had that word bogus in it. And I was like, damn, those letters look sick. And then so he's like, oh, it looks. So he started writing different tags. He did a few throw ups and some bombs, and he he drew them up sick. And I'm like, dude, that's fucking dope. I'm like, I'm gonna practice that. And yeah, I got good at those letters, bro, like pretty quick. That letter combination, I just got pretty mm. good at it. At least whatever I thought was good, right? And then from there, bro, I had like a solid name now that I was, cause the other name I was writing it, but you know, it kind of crushed me a little bit when I found out someone else wrote it. I was like, fuck, dude, I can't do that. And it was like an old school dude. And I'm like, I can't fucking, there's no way. Started writing this name, got good at it. Uh, was starting to go to all the yards that were around, you know, our neighborhood kind of right there. Yeah. Montebello, Pico Rivera, Whittier, um, East LA. Um, and then I, when it really got like crazy competitive was like in high school when we, or my senior year, we would take the bus to downtown, you know, the Soto Yard and mm. Alley River. And then, dude, after that, I was like, holy fuck. It was a humbling experience because you go and you're like, dude, I have no chance here. Like everyone's so fucking good. But, you know, at the same time, that competitiveness that I had, and, and and me knowing that I had this homie that was sick as hell, you know what I mean? And that could, you know, he could be my little partner. And, you know, yeah. we could kind of go together. I got someone to do it with. He he knew a lot of the graffiti rules too, which would trip me out too. Like, you know, you can't fucking cap this. You can't do this. You can't write over that. You know, he knew which writers, even if it, you didn't think it was good, he knew which writers were going to come back and get your shit if you fucking went over it. So he knew a lot of stuff, bro. That's crazy. So that was good for me because a lot of writers, they get into writing and then they catch some crazy beef right away. And then it's a wrap. You're just, your whole career is just beef. You know, it's just like, I'm going at it with this dude yeah. and my spots yeah. are not running. I fucked up. I went over the wrong dude or whatever the fuck it is. And then this dude's not going to let go of that grudge. And it's just a back and forth forever. And then you don't really ever get to do anything. Or your career is just kind of like a beef career, which is cool, too. You can make a name out of that. But, you know. Not the right way. The, the, the beef way is like, it, yeah. ah, it's part of graffiti, bro. But it's 
it's also like fuck you know you don't know who you're beefing it with bro you yeah. know and some motherfuckers are crazy about that shit they'll kill you bro you know what i mean yeah. like some fools get crazy with it it's it's all they have it's their life you know what i mean yeah. so yeah, and that's the thing is you risk your life for it you know there's the fuck dude like there's plenty of times where fucking i would do crazy shit to get on spots bro you know like right. i wanted so, to ask so real that quick, too. So, the, so the graph didn't interfere with the sports and all that oh yeah I, to... I, so i finished sports because I, okay. I like my parents were always like you know they worked fucking hard my 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 my, my stepdad yeah. i call him my stepdad but he's my dad you know he's my dad too he's a really good role model you know he fucking he stepped up you know even though i wasn't his kid you know mm -hmm. whatever uh he stepped up and you know he did really well and uh so I, I never wanted to disrespect them by like wasting their fucking money on like the sports mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. And they were always like those parents, like whatever you fucking start, you got to finish it. You know, no yeah. fucking, oh, I'm not going to play no more. And and the thing is, is, I didn't really have to put in that much effort in basketball. And I was still on varsity and all that bullshit. And I would start and all that stuff. And so it didn't like I could. That was fucking easy, bro. You know, Not easy. It's very hard. But <laughs> it was easy for me at that time right, to yeah. juggle both or of you're them. you're young. You got the energy uh -huh. for days. You, mm -hmm. you can do it. Exactly. Up all night, wake up in the exactly. morning. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You ain't. Um, so you were doing this for for a good little minute because you said you started like uh -huh. at fifteen ish. Yeah. At what point did you start running into these situations with with law enforcement? Right? So yeah, like uh, I would say, like it, it's it fucked up. Is I I started getting really bad. Now I don't want to say bad luck, but I think because I was getting riskier spots, mm -hmm. I was having more um, run-ins with the law. Like at eighteen years old, you know, where I was like hitting center dividers, running across fucking freeways both times you know what i mean um getting chased from spots from neighborhoods like having to hide and fucking trash can for long periods of time no and, and yeah bro that but i started getting like luckily i got like well not luckily because ended up catching up to me but i caught little charges little bullshit like trespassing possession of vandalism tools little stuff like that okay but the thing that was happening while while this whole shit while i was catching these little beefs they were fucking building up this big case on me this whole time on all the stuff that i was doing because because for that little bit of time i was i did have a lot of spots bro you know like a lot of the a lot of crazy spots especially like the freeway overpasses like the the the, the bridges that you see on the on the on the fucking freeways mm -hmm. i had a fucking shitload of them bro i had a lot of them so those ones put a lot of heat on me because i started i wrote on some too that had never been written on before mm -hmm. so they were like super landy spots and you know if it's like if the if whoever is doing like uh i don't know whoever owns a fucking railroad or whoever's in charge of like maintenance that's done they they drive by and they're like what the fuck you know and then they see the same name what the fuck mm. what the fuck they keep seeing it everywhere right. on all of their property eventually they're like dude if we don't do something about this like they're gonna as silly as it sounds this fucker's not gonna stop you know he's gonna keep doing it on everything you yeah. know so they start building up this this little fucking case and uh i actually ended up getting caught uh it was on mother's day i remember because i remember this because uh i got busted twice uh and one of them was on my mom's birthday and one of them was on mother's day bro which is oh, doing, doing, hey. doing graph on both doing graph bro yeah huh? and both of those times i i did i did every time i've i went to county three times each time i went uh i got six months you know mm. uh one time i fought the case the biggest was when i fought the case i was in there for like a full six months the other ones were like six months sentence you do like two months or whatever the yeah. fuck right um but uh real quick how long did uh or not even that uh -huh. when you when they would catch you even that first time uh -huh. 
What do they do? Do they take a pick right next to that? Uh-huh. And then now oh, they put that to so, your name? So, what happen- so now they're doing a yeah, yeah. yeah, so what happened with that one is I got caught red-handed on a fucking... They call it a heaven. So it's a freeway yeah. overpass. And this so, was the first one? This was, this this was, was like the first started. real time okay. I got caught red-handed. So what had happened uh, is I fucking... I was get, I had a rope hanging from the from the heaven, right? We, ha- we had it tied up. I got on it and I was I fucking climbed... And I started doing my, I started doing my shit. As, as soon as I started doing it, I was on it with another homie. One, of, one of my younger homies was looking out. He was inside of the fucking bridge, and he's like, "Hey, dude, I just seen a CHP." As soon as I fucking started, but my adrenaline was so high, bro, that I was like, "I don't give a fuck," and I kept, I kept Damn. going. He's, like, he's not gonna stop, you know? Like he was going too fast. Wow. And like, um, like two, three minutes later, I fucking could see the light, the cop lights on, on like my feet. And uh, I looked down, and like the CHP, they're closing both sides of the freeway. You know, like they're oh. they're because I think the yeah. the station was pretty close to where that heaven was at. They fucking closed it down, and then I I, I used to never write in the neighborhood I grew up with just because I didn't want to get any heat from from any of the dudes mm, from the neighborhood. Makes sense. And then like I didn't want my mom to see it. You know what I mean? So. Would, would she see that name around the house fuck, already? Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. Black books everywhere. It's a nervous habit, bro. Like, I remember we used to fuck, bro. We used to ride on everything. The couches and, and your, <laughs> it's fucked up. You know, you just can't, yeah. you, you can't help it. You get a marker or a streak. And you're like, oh, this looks pretty cool to ride on. And then you end up riding on it. And the homie that I'm telling you about, I used to go to his house. I swear to God, bro. His fucking TV, bro. The whole TV was written on, like where you watch. You can even watch it. <laughs> what? It was all like the screen was all written on. He just had the TV in there. I'm like, dude, this is crazy, bro. Like, you can turn the. You, it was like, why? Why is the TV even there? You can't even see it. It was all written on, bro. The whole TV. Like, what are we drawing on the, today, the bro? Bunk bed, <laughs> like, the bed, the fucking bunk bed, the, the bunk beds were all mobbed up on everything, bro. You go in the restroom, you're yeah. taking a piss, and there's a little spot there. It's like, fuck, dude. You know, like. <laughs> You I guys were living yeah, yeah, bro. It was, it was it was nasty, bro. And that was, what was fucked up. It wasn't even our house, bro. That's what's fucked up. Yeah. But I still have that habit, bro. At my pad right now, dude. Uh, like I fucking have a scribe on my fucking fridge. And the other day I looked at, it, I'm like, why did I do that, dude? Like, <laughs> so that's still kind of there. I just won't do it illegally no more, bro. Like, yeah, I got yeah. too much to lose now, bro. I don't want to get sued or any of that bullshit or. I don't want to have no problems with no law enforcement, bro. I don't want anything to do with that shit. You know, like fuck yeah. all that. I don't want so, nothing so to do with this, that. So, so at this, so, so let's jump into that uh-huh. story though. You got me hooked. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm imagining you're uh-huh. high as hell, uh-huh. and there's a cop flashing uh-huh. a flashlight at you or something. No, so they they had already seen me, and that that bridge was known for a lot of people to ride on it. They would only ride on one side though, because one side of the bridge mm-hmm. was easy to get on. The other side you needed to get on with a rope, and not a lot of fools were down to do all that bullshit. So the other side was blank. It was harder to get on it. So when the cops have known that foo's going right on there, it's like, a, like I said, it's a popular area to kind of ride on. I was hitting the other side. So they already knew uh, to run up the, the hill of the freeway and go inside of the bridge. Mm. So when I fucking shimmied over or whatever and I got, I got went up the rope and I got on the top, fucking uh, the cops were already up there. They ran up the hill. There was a lot of them, bro. And then they were already inside the fucking bridge. So when I, when I fucking went up the, the rope, um, they're just like, hey, you have nowhere to run, just surrender. And th- there was hey, nowhere real, to run. Real quick, when you mentioned rope, you mean like a dangling rope? That's you kind, hook kind, it up, kind of, bro. And you're just, I, I'm thinking you're sitting uh, on a rope, like a ninja. Chilling, no, like so a swing, it, like, so I, I had I like know. a little secret one that I, I fucking found, bro. It, it, so it was like uh, there, there are these ladders that are made for like two, three story houses. It, it's like so, like if you're if, if if there's a fire in your house, you open up your fucking window, and it's a little ladder like this, fool. But when you pull you pull a piece of Velcro and all these little steps come off of it, mm. and there's two hooks. So you hook you, those two hooks 
hook onto the window, you pull the Velcro and the steps come down, and then you're able to get get out of the third story or second no story. Way. So I had one of those, so I would hang it up on the bridge, right? And then I would pull the fucking, the little Velcro and the steps would come down and I would go down the steps and I would get on the bridge. Cause I done it with the rope before, but it's dangerous. Cause you think like a rope, you'll just go down, fuck no, the rope's like fucking everywhere, bro. So I didn't even, it's dangerous, I never bro. never thought about that. Yeah. It's right. dangerous, yeah, super dangerous, you know? Uh, yeah, bro, super. I almost a gang attack like two, three times, bro. I almost like that shit almost got caught on a on a eighteen wheeler. Mm. The the rope it like pulled it. It's like, dude, imagine that shit would have pulled it. Oh, you dead, You'd bro. Be done. Gone. Fucking and dead, I know there's dude. for a fact at least two people that like renowned graffiti artists that, oh, that, that passed oh, away yeah. from on that bridge. From, on, just alone yeah. on that fucking bridge right there that I was that I was painting on. Like, if, uh, there, there's been probably like two, three dudes that have gotten killed on that one. Yeah, Sad. really. Yeah, bro. That because that yeah, bro. That that area right there is like a little. There's it's a little gang infested right there, bro. So they know that food's going right on it. So sometimes dudes from the neighborhood they kind of hang out right there, and then you know it's whatever it catch you Whatever slipping, happens, bro. Yeah. You know it's dangerous, fool. Yeah. But anyway, I was hitting the I was yep, hitting the yep. other side of it. They I I went up the fucking the rope. They fucking they uh they fucking they 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 I ended up getting caught, bro. You know they're like, hey, surrender. Like you have nowhere to run. There was nowhere right. to run. If I jump, you're dead. You know the right. freeway's right there. There was nowhere to go. So whatever. I fucking went up the thing. Um, and they took me to the fucking, the CHP station. When they took me to the CHP station, I met with the detective, right? And then that's when they're for, like... For, on the first one, you're yeah, already yeah, meeting yeah, with yeah, a yeah. detective. Yeah, so the, the detective Damn. came and he's like, he's like, you're, like, he was like being a dick, you know? He's like, you're fucked. He's like, look, boom, he throws a, a fucking file like that, bro. And no it's just way. full of shit, bro. Was it your stuff though? Suppose, yeah. That's what, according like, to That's the, what they're yeah. telling me that it is, bro, you know? And I'm like, holy you're looking at it. Oh, like, so fuck, you didn't even bro. look at it yet. They just smacked yeah, that shit I on you. And, and I looked, nuts. and I'm scary. like, holy fuck, bro. And then that's when I was like, damn, dude, like, I'm fucked. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm kind of fucked right here, you know? So then they're, they're showing me the fucking stuff. Obviously, deny, 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 whatever the fuck. Um, and then I end up going to corporate. <laughs> um, and it's weird because they don't really know how to prosecute graffiti. You know, it's not like... Mm. Because it, it, it's it's complex, you know, so they don't really know if it's like gang affiliated or if it's like they kind of treat it like this weird art crime that you're kind of fucking doing, right? Mm -hmm. So they automatically they treat it with uh, it being affiliated with gangs, you know what I mean? So uh, like some of the charges that they were trying to like uh, like uh, give you for that stuff, it w it was for the vandalism, but there was other charges too. Um, that they were also trying to slap on there that didn't really have to do with with uh, graffiti, you know, like they're like they're trying to do like back then the cops were trying trying to do like a gang uh, like a gang junction type thing. Mm -hmm. So like if you were part of a tagging crew and there, and it was a big tagging crew and a lot of motherfuckers were getting caught from the tagging crew, they're trying to put the injunction on you guys like they would to a gang. You know, like on the extra time. Yeah, because now, because now, yeah, because now yeah. they could violate you for hanging out with certain people, right, yeah. or you got curfew now, or you can't be in these areas. You know, and everything is yeah. a violation. The more you get, then you start doing time in prison. You know, so luckily that didn't happen. But uh, I ended up fighting that fucking case for a while. Um, I didn't have I didn't have any bail on that one because I had just no 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 so i i got caught on that one bro i i did some time for that one i got out they ended up only charging me for that one fucking um that one piece of, yeah. of, of vandalism what ended up happening though i got out and i was doing a community service i was at the community service like a month uh like two weeks after getting out i did like two and a half months at the time i got out i was doing the 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 fucking uh 
the community service. Um, I got out and then I was doing it and then uh, the like these uh, cops roll up on me at the community service. They're like, is your name Andrew Pineda? And I'm like, I, I was just like, what the fuck? Wait, and they're like, hey, come here. And then they fucking, they're arresting me, bro. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then they drive me to my mom's pad. I didn't even live there anymore, bro. I had gotten kicked out. I didn't live there. I lived with my sister. I get to my mom's pad. The whole fucking street is full of cops, bro. Like from what? like the beginning to the next. And it's like, it's like Union Pacific police. It's sheriffs. All this shit came out of the newspaper, bro. Came out of the newspaper, on the radio, all kinds of shit, dude. That's nuts. Yeah, bro. Because there was a lot of money involved, a lot of vandalism involved. So they, they fucking, uh, you know, it was fucked up, bro. You know, like they, my, my fucking dad was there. Like it was... It was embarrassing, bro. You know, there was nothing in my fucking house, bro. I didn't even live there. So then they're like, oh, uh, you know, we found out that you don't live here after they toss up the whole house. If wow. you don't live here, you live at your sister's. They drove me to my sister's. Same shit. They fucking fought. All, they raided my sister's pad, too. They, I didn't have anything. I wasn't even, I was like laying low at that time. I was already kind of like, I don't even want to do this shit no more. Like, I already had gone and caught. That was my first time getting caught. And I was already like real getting caught and going to county and dealing with all that shit. I was like, fuck this. I don't want to do this shit no more. Like, that was already enough. Like, I don't I don't even, I was already, like, kind of smart enough or, like, yeah, like, I had a little bit of, like, uh, yeah, I was, I guess, a little smart to be like, all right, this isn't what I want to do. I don't want to, I don't want to be doing this shit. I don't want to be coming in and out of here. Um, you know, I want to kind of do something bro. with That's myself. Dope. Yeah, right. I got lucky, bro. Yeah. yeah. I think, I, I think learning, too, from, like, my dad, bro, you know, like, kind of mm -hmm. seeing the route that he went. I'm just like, I don't want any part in that. I don't want to be coming back here. And sure enough, I would hear from all the homies right there. I'll see you back here. And sure enough, bro, I went fucking back twice, bro. It's crazy. Uh, it's just fucking. And that's that. I was like at a like I was just like a normal little guy. I could just imagine if you're into hardcore fucking drugs yeah. or you're into fucking hard, you know, you're into your, your gang banging and stuff like that. Like uh, that revolving door is no fucking joke, bro. Yeah. And some of the, 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 the things that you agree to, the probations and you know, the conditions of the probations that you agree to, you know, they are kind of set up, they kind of are set up to, to fuck you over, but at the same time, you have the choice, bro. You really do, man, mm -hmm. you know? And for, like I said earlier, bro, for for a long time, I'll blame everyone, bro. I always had that victim mentality. I'll blame everyone. And it's crazy, because now with like a lot of my homies that are like not doing that well, and they hit me up for advice, I'm like, I just, I hear them talk, and that's the first thing is a victim mentality. Oh, it's because my, my lady there, or my mom, and it's like, bro, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, you could change that shit, dude. You don't yeah. got to do any of that shit, 100%. dude. You don't got to get high. You don't you don't have to do any of that stuff, bro. You just have to, you have to be able to, like, go through those pains, dude, of yeah. being alone, you know, of saying no to people, mm -hmm. of hitting rock bottom, of not having money, of not having any of that shit. So, you know, luckily, I, I learned a lot of that stuff you know uh getting busted bro like i hit like a rock bottom because i was kind of going down a bad path you know with with the people i was hanging out with you know drinking and drugs you know all that stuff that kind of came with the way that i was doing graffiti i think it takes like not for everyone i don't want to speak on every writer but i yeah. think to do it that crazy you can't really be sober bro because i like you're looking you're looking at like death in the eyes every time you go out there bro and like the the encounters you're having Thanks, yeah. with people with law enforcement with yourself with the people you're going with it's fucking dangerous That's bro it's, it's super yeah. fucking dangerous dude you know and it's for no reason bro it's not it's not like you're making money dog or like or or or, or, or you're gonna get chicks out of it you ain't gonna get any of that shit everyone's gonna think you're a piece yeah. of shit that's my boy didn't get up. chicks that sucks at least <laughs> that bro <laughs> that's, that's what's um. fucked up you don't get because when you, it, it gets to a point where you become like a drug addict bro yeah like and i got up. to that point where i'm like 
didn't really have anywhere to live. I'm like living like with the homies in the car, jumping from house to house, sharing fucking clothes. Did you, did not you have like shit, the ripped bro. up everything uh, paint was ripped. Everything had you know, paint, paint on it, bro. The... Everything had paint on it. Now everything has that ink on it. A now everything has tattoo ink, ink on it. <laughs> Straight up, yeah. right now, whatever, you can't tell, but now everything, all of my clothes has like tattoo ink on it mm. usually. I, had, I went through all that stuff of the of you know feeling sorry for myself all oh, this and then having a stupid ass mentality bro and I, it wasn't until the second time that when this shit happened when when uh, i was at the community service they fucking rolled up on me they raided the houses all that stuff uh when i was looking they're like oh you're looking at like three to five years in prison because you have shit. like you have all these priors and all this shit and i'm like holy fuck dude like I don't want to go upstate for this bullshit. And then over graffiti. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And the thing is, at that time, bro, like, uh, like no one like. Well, I don't know how it is now, but no one liked taggers, bro. Yeah. You know, so you got a whole other bullshit you got to deal with because you're a writer, bro. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you, luckily my experiences were always pretty cool, bro. I, I, you know, I, I got to meet a lot of good people to being busted, bro. You know, there's a lot of fucking good ass people in there, bro. You know, like, there's a lot of good homies you meet that are talented as fuck that. You know, that have all the fucking drive. You know, when they're in there and they're sober, they're, you know, they're they're sharp, bro. And you're just like, damn, dog, like, this mm -hmm. motherfucker could really do something with himself. I met some of the best artists, some of the smartest people, bro, you meet in there. But it's just you come out here and you got all this shit around you. You got all this temptation. And that that's a lot of these people's downfall is like that temptation. You know what I mean? Yeah. I it's mine too, bro. I'm, I get fucking tempted like a motherfucker to do things all the time. But you just can't. You know, you got to just tell yourself mm -hmm. no. I want to talk about that experience when you went in because I know going in as a graffiti uh -huh. artist, I think we talked about it too. Uh -huh. You get you became you become you become labeled uh -huh. as a, like part of something that you're really not part of. Yeah. So yeah. what was that experience like going uh, in as a graffiti artist? Uh, it, it was it was like you know at, the, at that time, bro. I remember my first time I went to county. I was like, "Fuck, dude, I'm gonna get my ass kicked." Like that's the first mm -hmm. thing I thought because I'm a writer, you know. And I don't want to get too much into the politics stuff, mm -hmm. but I know that because I I have nothing to do with that stuff. Right. I just know that like writers are, are not really liked by the homies, you know. You, you mm -hmm. could you could be a homie you could you, you know you, you could be with the homies but they're they're just writers are like at that they time were just they were the not like bro and tagging yeah bro yeah. yeah yeah it was just not good bro so a lot of times you could go in the dorm and I and I would hear it from a lot of homies that would get busted you go in the dorm as obviously they're gonna ask you what you're busted for as soon as you say what you're busted for you're getting your ass kicked you know, yeah. you're going to get a little yeah. ass whooping. And if you're getting transferred all the time, you're taking an ass beating in every dorm. <laughs> you're going to Twin Towers. You're going to Wayside. They're transferring you all the time because that's how they make money. By transferring the inmates, that's how they fucking charge up all the, all the, that's how they, they make their money, the jails, by transferring inmates. So they're going to transfer you a lot at the beginning. If your level, your security level and stuff like that is moving, they're going to be transferring you and you you might be taking an ass whooping everywhere you go. And that's fucked up, you know? You go in a dorm, you're all fucking black eye and then you go in another dorm get another ass beating yeah that's fucking and then and then the bro. thing is if you, if you don't if you don't take the ass beatings correctly or like you're you're not you're 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 being a little bitch about it or you're you're you know now you come become a target and now your time is going to be fucked up bro because they're going to be fucking with you you know what i mean so you just yeah. luckily for my experience I, I i i the dorms i ended up in were always pretty cool bro and they showed me a lot of love and you know I just, you know, did what I had to do is stay humble and then just drawing, bro. Okay, so, so at this point, you find yourself in the county. You're mm -hmm. kind of thinking a little bit like, mm -hmm. I'm assuming you, you're you trying to leave that alone. Because yeah. now you're seeing that they're throwing crazy numbers at you. Yeah, oh graffiti. yeah. So so, I, so I'm in there and I'm fighting that case. Um, 
I was going to, to court in downtown. I was going to CCB, CCB. which was a, a superior oh. court. So I'm going to court and like these, like, I don't even, you, obviously you never talk about how much time you're doing because someone might be doing all day or, you know, looking at a lot of yeah. time and it's like, that's whatever, right? So I'm going to, I'm going to court and I'm seeing all these younger dudes like my age and they're fighting crazy time and taking fucking time, you know? And I'm like, fuck, dude, like, you know, it's like, it's like really, yeah. it's a big experience. It's like a big eye-opening thing that you're like, damn, dude, like. It's sad, bro, you know? So right then and there, bro, I was already, like, I already knew I didn't want to, like, have anything to do with any of that shit, you know? Um, but to make money in there, you know, I, I would, like, to make money, extra money for stores so I wouldn't have to be hitting on my mom and stuff like that. Um, I would fucking do drawings, right? And and, and, and drawing in there, I, I, I always was into drawing, you know? Like, my mom was an artist, uh, my, like, you know, my sister a little bit, my brother, um, but I have an uncle and my that that uh, my grandpa's uh, brother that was like a pretty like well known artist like in Mexico like his mm. yeah bro like his like like his like uh, how do you say like his the curriculum that they teach ceramics in like his stuff is in those fucking books bro like he's like really fucking well known so you no had way. it in your blood then yeah bro so yeah. he passed away recently like four years ago he was like ninety years old. But like they still have like they wrote a book about him. They still like his art still travels like around like different uh, museums in Mexico, even like in Spain, I think. So like yeah, bro, it's pretty crazy. He's a pretty like he was a dope dope dude. But I I guess it was kind of always a little bit in, in, in you know in my blood uh, when I would uh, when I was younger. My mom would take us to like little uh, arts and crafts classes like around the holidays, and we would like paint stuff and. I remember always having like kind of like the best one, you know what I mean? Like I was yeah. always like pretty good at at doing that. I just didn't really have a passion, um, just because you know I think I would get more of a high from from playing sports, you know, like it was like the yeah, the attention gosh. and stuff you would get. Yeah. But that was another thing going into the, the graffiti, like the transition from sports to graffiti. I just felt like when I played basketball, bro, like I, I because it was a team sport. If we if we fucking sucked, like I can't really hold myself accountable because it's this whole fucking team. But with graffiti, it was like you could hold yourself a hundred a hundred percent accountable. If you're bro, whack, yeah. you're fucking whack. Yeah. If you're sick, you're sick, and you're gonna shine fucking hard, yeah. bro. And everyone everywhere you go in the graph scene or whatever in the city, people are gonna think you're the shit. They're gonna be like, this motherfucker's crazy, dude. He's yeah. got everything on lock. So I I liked I liked that. You know what I mean? Like that I, I like that that shit would get me going. You know what I mean? So I think. The, the idea well when i start drawing and stuff like that more in in, in the county uh start seeing a lot of homies have tat like everyone's tatted in there i had no tattoos just because i never had money and and because um i think too bro like when you're a tagger you're so close-minded to like the world you're just like in that graph shit and i just i i even thought at a time that like at least for me, I was like tatting it because I had homies that were trying to learn how to tat and all this shit. I'd be like, that shit's whack. Like that shit's really. Whack. Tatting, so you were really against at that time, not okay. not against it, but I just thought like, what's the graph is like the you're, ultimate uh, graph is the ultimate fucking high that you can crazy. get from art. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like, there's no comparison to to yeah. tattooing. You know, like you're not risking your life to tat. You know, even if you're even if you're busted and you're hand poking or you're tatting in prison. Yeah, you know, you might get some time or whatever if you get caught, but it, it tagging, you'll fucking die, bro. Like, if you do one mistake, you're fucking dead. And that, so it was a risky as shit. Adrenaline is so, what you so like. So to me, it was like, like the, the uh, graph was like the rawest form of art, you know? Yeah. So anything less than that was just like, was not going to cut it. Not, not but but, but cut. I was completely wrong, bro. You know, because with, with tattooing, the, the, the different, like the kind of difference for me was 
graph, like even if you sucked and you got up, you would get some form of respect. And tattooing, if you tat a bunch of people and you suck, you get no respect, bro. Like it's whack, you're whack, you know what I mean? It's the hardest fucking, at least for me, and what I think, it's the hardest form of art to learn, bro. It's extremely fucking I difficult. Sure can see that. You it's know, extremely I, I agree. Difficult. One of the things that I hate when people say now that I've done both, mm -hmm. tattooing, tagging, mm -hmm. all that, um, is when they tell you, you know how to draw, you should tattoo. No, no, it's, bro. People don't nah, understand. Bro. Yeah. It may sound good in yeah, theory, yeah. but uh, it yeah, doesn't translate. Yeah, no, nah, hell no, bro. <laughs> and there, there's artists that are not good fucking, there's uh, tattooers that are not good artists that are good tattooers, you know? Mm -hmm. That's yeah, it's tr it's crazy. And, and and a lot of it, I think, is for tattooing is like you have to have like the that the mindset you have to uh, of like being dedicated being hard on yourself holding yourself accountable mm -hmm. when something's fucking whack it's whack it doesn't matter if all your homies said it's it's good if it's fucking whack it's whack dude if you feel it's whack then it's whack you know like usually that's how it is but a lot of people they're so fucked up in their head they think something's dope when it's not you know what i mean it's like maybe you think it's dope but it's not really dope compared to something else or someone similar someone that you look up to or someone that's been doing it for a long time and you can clearly see that you suck you know, but a lot of people can't have that conversation with themselves. And that was one of my strongest things in tattooing. When I first started, I was extremely fucking hard on myself. You know, every tattoo I would do, I would critique it. I would even ask, I remember I was living with my sister at the time. She was, she would let me tattoo at, at her pad in the garage. And I would, she didn't know shit about tattooing. But I just wanted to get critiqued by someone. Right. So I would be like, hey, how does this look? She doesn't know shit. And not, like about tattooing, she'll be like, oh, it looks like the, the, the hair looks like shit. This and this and this and that. And even those pointers I would take in because I even liked the opinion of the random person to the obvious that they could point out. So, yeah, bro, like the, the uh, tattooing, um, my, maybe it wasn't like you're going to fucking die over it or whatever. But it, it is extremely hard and it takes a lot of discipline, man. And a lot of like um like that shit i said uh you know you got to be able to like uh critique yourself yeah. and be honest with yourself you know and that carries even farther in life because the moment you could start to like really critique yourself and be like dude i'm fucking stupid or i'm wrong or i did that wrong is when you start to realize like even about yourself like man i should i shouldn't lose my temper so quick or i should eat healthier or i shouldn't do and you start applying those things and you get results just like a tattooing you know you start making these changes and now your work starts to look like this you know before you know it you start making those changes in your real life and then shit starts to change for you you know what i mean um so it's it's like a it's a cool art is sick bro it's like you get to learn so much about yourself you know and you're all alone in art you're a fucking alone which is like the purest form of really knowing yourself you know yeah. once you know yourself and, and, and you understand yourself you know what you're capable of it's a wrap, dude. Like no one can fucking stop you, dude. You it's know? interesting that know, that yeah. uh, tattooing wasn't your first like go to thing, mm -hmm. right? No, no. When when was it when you did your first actual tattoo? You were in county when you did your first actual mm -hmm. tattoo, right? Or when mm -hmm. was it? No, uh, yeah. So when the the first time I had ever went to county, I was doing the drawings, and uh, I had one of the homies asked me. He he had like a little hand poke thing, and he asked me to hand poke like a letter on his on his hand or some stupid mm -hmm. shit. And I hand poked it, but it wasn't like, a, it was kind of just, I didn't even have the idea to want a tattoo when I did that. I just did it. Later on, I ended up, the third time I went, um, that's when I, I was already tattooing out here on the streets. And, um, you know, I had the experience. I had already been tattooing maybe two or three years. So that's when I was like hand poking like more serious in there because I tattooing was already like part of my life and it was what I was doing at the time. That third time I got busted was dumb, bro. It was like some stupid violation bullshit that... 
I shouldn't even have got busted for it, but whatever. I, I ended up, same thing, I got I got sentenced to six months with that last time. Um, but like I said, I was already kind of on the, that good path to, yeah, to you know, to get, I was even, I was already working at a tattoo shop. I was already like a professional tattooer, you know, when I, when I got busted. How, how long did it take you to pick it up? Because that shit sounds uh, fast, that timeline. That um, I, I, so I, so when, when I got out, I was go my sister told me, uh, I was living with my sister. I, I, you know, I didn't really have anywhere to stay. And, you know, she's like, you can live right here with me. Um. And uh, she's like, you gotta do something though. You're not just gonna kick it right here with your friends. You gotta go to, you gotta go to yeah. school. You gotta get a job. And at this time, it was like around that recession time. You know, like 2010, mm. 2011, the end of the recession. There was no fucking jobs, bro. And then now I had felonies in my record, bro, because it was a felony. The graffiti was a felony. Mm -hmm. wow. I couldn't get a fucking job anywhere, bro. Even like a. I think I applied at even fast food, bro, and they wouldn't fucking hire me, dude. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, can't get no fucking job. Yeah. And and, and uh, but I had that idea of wanting a tattoo because of being in the in the being in the county. I you know seeing everyone with with tattoos. I was like, dude, when I get out, I'm gonna get a tat. Like, I, you know, everyone's tatted. I have no tats. That's what, what, what was the tat? The the virgen. I got this the... one. Yeah, I got a virgen. Yeah. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking the the one, one with the roses oh, in no, the back. No, no. You know, I, the, the yeah, yeah, the, the old school one. one. Yeah. yeah, I got this one. I got out and uh, yeah, that, that's how I got into tattooing. So I got out and nice. I had that mentality is I want to get, I want to get tatted, right? Um, and I had this, I didn't know anyone that tatted, bro. I didn't have no homies that tatted or knew no one. It was tattooing back then was like a little bit still not so mainstream. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, this was uh, 2010. Um, so I went, one of my homies, I'm like asking all my homies and they're referring me to people. And I'm, I'm like, kind of like, like looking at the work that some of my homies have. I'm like, dude like i don't want to get tatted by that fool you know and then one of my homies tells me that had no tattoos he's like hey fool one of my 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 uh my friends his brother's sick bro he worked he worked at this shop and you know he's really good you should go check him out i got his number without ever seeing any of his work i went to his pad my, my homie got though i went to his pad he was tattooing at his pad at that time and luckily bro he would like you know because it could have been an artist that wasn't good and i could have got some bullshit but this right. fool was good though I went to his pad. He was he's younger too, bro. I think he might be like maybe three, two or three years older than me. I went to his pad and and uh he he did this tat on me and you know, just like getting this first one, bro, and like that experience of just like seeing everything, seeing him do stencils and you know, all the, the equipment that he had and you know, like seeing the machine running and you just everything. I was just like I, I was I was like I was like drawn by I was like holy yeah. fuck dude this mm. is this is what I want to do man you know like this I could already kind of draw like pretty good you know like at least I thought I could I could yeah. draw pretty good I was like I could draw kind of good I have a history like in in like in art you know with graph and stuff like that like this fool had a history in, in tagging too he used to tag before so I'm like dude like if you know like the, this is kind of a sign maybe I could do this and then I, I went home and I couldn't stop thinking about it, bro. I obsessed about it, bro, for like months, dude. I just, I would just think about it. And then at that time, my uncle, he was, um, he was, I, I don't know if he was selling the house. He was renting one of his houses out, right? He, he, so someone had moved out of the house. They needed to remodel the house. I couldn't get a job. He told me, hey, dude, um, you know, you could work here in the summer uh, doing little bullshit, painting and um, removing stucco and just a little bullshit right but it was money in your pocket basically yeah but he was you know for that for, he was paying me and stuff and it was pretty uh, it was pretty good money 
um, and I saved up some money. I would get tattooed and I would like go and like just pick his brain, see what machines he was using and all this stuff. And I would ask him questions. And eventually he's like, hey, you're trying to learn how to tat or what? Oh, and I was right. like, and back oh, then, man. like from what I had kind of researched or I kind of knew, it was kind of a, it was kind of a, no, well, I've kind of always known, bro. Like if you're good at something or whatever you guys are, you, yeah. I'm not going to go and be like, hey, man, you think I could like work here on the podcast? Like you're going to be like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it can come off a little disrespectful. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I didn't, I didn't want to ever go in there and be like hey what's up man like i want to learn how to tat you know so i i would just see everything you know and then but i started asking questions that only someone that's learning how to tattoo is going to ask so then that's when he's like you want to learn like you know i'll teach you know i'll teach you whatever i know bro and then i was like fuck dude that's i'm like i'm like hell yeah but this fool is already busy bro he already had clients so it wasn't like he was like hey come and kick you. it every day okay. and be here you know right. and, and so you know so i i would just um Ask him questions whenever I would get tattooed, and then he actually ended up selling me my first tattoo machine. And uh, with the money that I was making on that little summer job, I bought a little setup, like you know, all the stuff that I needed. He went with me to a supply store. I was like so dope of him, you know. He went with me. We I got all the needles, the sizes. I didn't know how to order any of this how shit. How much does this shit like that cost? Like I've always been curious. Well, like, how much does something like that? Well, uh, getting uh, a full cool set to start. Uh, uh, good, this uh, is before Amazon and eBay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. And and, and like and, and really like the the kind of like the all the social media stuff because now you can go on your phone and you could see videos like that you know of people talking about techniques yeah. and this and that. Yeah. You couldn't find any of that so shit before. Strong. Everything was just trial and error, bro. So you're you're literally you're just fucking people up on a daily <laughs> basis. You know. So he gets you all these packs now yeah so yeah so he he went with i had the money you know we went um uh he fucking uh he, he went or actually i i was gonna get a tattoo from him he was working at a shop and there's like these mobile tattoo supply companies that come to the tattoo shops so he's like hey they're gonna come when you get tatted they'll, they'll pull up i'll help you buy your shit i'll tell you what to buy because i didn't know where to get started i didn't know what size needles see i didn't know fucking nothing bro right. like nothing um but you know, while I was saving this money, I was uh, sharpening up on like a lot of my drawing stuff, bro. I would draw every fucking day, like nonstop, you know, lettering and fucking try to whatever roses and uh, faces and noses and eyes. I was just trying to draw a bunch of shit. Kind of already the style of tattooing that I wanted to kind of learn, which was like black and gray realism, was the stuff that I was like drawing on a daily basis. I, I got my stuff. I went, we went to, I went to the fucking, to the tattoo shop. I got the supplies. And, um, you know, I was kind of, uh, one of the homies came with me, my younger homie. Um, and he's like, hey, bro, because they would see my drawings at the pad, you know. And he's like, hey, fool, like when I was going to college too at the time because I couldn't get a job. So I was going to uh, Cerritos College. Okay. I was taking okay. bullshit ass classes. I've always been pretty smart in school. I never really had to try too hard to be there. I was, I've always been like a guy. I don't like to waste time. So if I was at the school, I'm going to get good grades. And I had to get good grades because I was living off of the financial aid. Like that's the money that I was getting to like give my sister and buy food and put gas in my car. Um, so uh, I fucking, uh, I got the supplies on the way home. The homie's like, Tat I want to get tatted, bro. Like do, do something on me. And I'm like, ah, like I don't want to do that to him. Like, I'm, This is your first one. Yeah, yeah like with the machine, with like the a real, real machine. machine. He's like, come yeah. on, dude, do something on me. He's like, do some letters. I, I like you do good. You do have good, nice cursive. Like do something on me. I'm like, I'm like, all right. So I go home and I had already been studying like kind of how to put the machine together, what needle sizes to kind of use and all that stuff. Um, and yeah, bro, I, I, I didn't know what stencil paper was. Um, stencil paper is like you draw something on a piece of paper and then you trace it and then you apply, you're able to like put it on with, uh, 
like this like cream stuff you're able to put the stencil on and then you trace whatever it is on that you drew that. Uh -huh. so it's very helpful i didn't know that shit existed so for the first like 20 30 tattoos that i did they were all freehand yeah. just oh, with the marker really? yeah really? just like with the marker so everything i would do is just freehand and i didn't even know that shit existed also so there's so many steps to it and it's so difficult that there's no way you could go to someone and they could put you up on game in one day on, okay, you need this. You're going to forget, bro. Yeah. And that's it. I would even, he would tell me stuff and I would type it out on my phone. Like any little key advice or key things that he would tell me, or I would see the bottle of the ink and I would write it on my phone, or I would see this or that, or a needle or a machine, or he would talk about a certain tattoo artist and I'll put it on my phone and I'll go home and I'll study all that shit, bro. You know, I will study everything. I was obsessed with it, bro. Like I was like, hardcore obsessed with it that's why i pride myself a lot in like learning during those times because it was a lot harder bro and there wasn't a lot of resources the way there is now not to take anything away from the younger guys that are learning but you know there it was i feel like it was a lot more difficult it's difficult it's more difficult now in different ways because now it's so competitive and if yeah, you're barely I, starting it's really hard to make a name for yourself it's not impossible but it's hard you know it's really hard um anyway real quick uh, i want to say that respect is the idea uh -huh. like as like because I know you're an entrepreneur now, mm -hmm. oh. but what's so dope is like he really absorbed every fucking thing he was doing. Taking those yeah. little notes and all that, bro, that just shows like how how like passionate you were. Yeah, about yeah, this. fuck yeah, yeah bro. And so I you, hope this you had a real interest in it in order right. for you to even keep going. Oh bro. yeah, bro. And, and, and it wouldn't have happened. And it was and it, and it was hard, bro, because you know I did that tat on my homie and and it actually came out pretty good. Bro. And then he lived in these apartments and there was a bunch of people that lived in that. He lived. What in was that. it like? Was I it did like, like a, a, his mom's name, I think, or his some bullshit. Like or, a good writing, or like probably a, one of his yeah. fucking girlfriends, bro. That has a bunch of chicks names tatted. A bunch of voids. Yeah, I can't imagine how many girls names he's done so far bro for real so I, I did i did a name on him here and it came out pretty cool he went to his apartments he showed everyone and then i had a bunch of people that were like i want to get a name so i started getting a, a fuck little practice i was doing it for free at first and then he started bringing me clients and he's like hey charge this fool like this fool likes your work like you're doing good work charge this motherfucker right. I, I like i don't know what to charge i'm like i don't know like uh 40 bucks or 50 you know i, I don't know shit. Like, yeah i'm like and they're like yeah like fuck it yeah do it and then so i started to kind of build a little bit of of clients kind of like that but that 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 ended pretty quick bro like i was getting those clients coming in and then out of nowhere because i, had, I didn't have much experience in it especially during like the winter season I, I had no fucking appointments bro like i had no money coming in i had nothing lined mm. up i had like i had nothing bro and you know luckily because i started at a young age i had a lot of my friends that were like really supportive a lot of good friends that whenever i was like i want to try this i want to try a portrait i want to try this lettering i want to try tattooing a neck or this and that they'll come through and you know and a lot of them bro like they will do it for free like they, they obviously they don't want to give me money but the ones that really like like kind of like seeing that i was gonna do something with it would pay me bro and that was crazy you know because mm. they didn't have money bro and they would fucking pay me and that would allow me to like invest that into like more stuff or you know be able to like pay you know give my help my sister out with whatever the fuck i could or just be able to live really bro yeah. and, and you know uh, uh the, you know like those those really rough times where like i i second guessed myself where my machines were running like shit. I didn't know what to do. Things would break on them. I didn't know how to repair them. You, you Everything know, was broken. I want to touch on that. That's huh. the hardest thing ever. No one ever told me that mm -hmm. the hardest part about tattooing is getting the fucking machine to do what you wanted exactly, to do. Exactly, bro. Yeah. Really? It's the very first difficult. time I ever tried it, it I'm carving skin. There ain't mm -hmm. shit working. I'm like, why isn't the needle yeah. work? Why isn't it? It's fucking hard, bro. It's, it's, hard. it's you, so you, you, that, yeah. And that, that alone is like... 
uh, is a whole other like uh, it's a whole other world separate even from tattooing from actually there's actual tattooing and drawing and art and then there's a whole other art form and a whole other fucking um, you know a whole other science and and all that stuff yeah. to the actual fucking machine and there's it's... people that dedicate themselves just more towards that they're very passionate about machines and building there's machines builders now yeah and bro stuff, and they right? just do that and that's what they do they they obviously most of them are like or probably like 95% of them are, are tattooers or mm. ex-tattooers or whatever. Maybe they don't tattoo really no much no more. It's more of the machines. But that's a whole other world itself. And that was something too, bro. Like my machine would be bomb and then a, a spring or something would uh, contact, something would break on it. And it's like, <laughs> fuck, dude, I can never get the machine to ever run like that again. So it's almost like you start over, bro. Because whatever knowledge you had, however you knew how to use a machine, now that the machine doesn't run like that and you put a new piece on the machine, that machine is a whole different machine. So now you're trying to kind of learn everything again in a way, how to pack in black, how to do outlines, you know, how fast to run them, all kinds of crap, dude. Has, you your, has your machine broken like in the middle of well, like a, Yeah, a bro. I have really, really bad experiences, but that, that's what kind of made me yes. the artist yeah, I am now, yeah. bro. I had times where... A coil, a coil on the machine exploded, bro, while I was tattooing someone. Uh, and it's loud, bro. It sounds like a little M80. Like, oh, so that's a common just, occurrence? Or, or no, I bro. Oh, I, just okay. did, I just didn't know what I was doing. I was Running using a shitty... Oh, yeah, I was using a shitty power supply. Um, and I, the, the, the coils were, were, were working too hard, I guess. Yeah. I had it cranked up too much. Um, what did the client say? Like, yo. I just, like, played it off good, bro. I was just smooth yeah. with it. I was just like, oh, that shit happens all the time, you know? But it was like, they're <laughs> right. just like, you know, and I just made no faces and I just kept going at it. Yeah, and yeah. they're just like, well, I guess, whatever. You know, like, most people don't know Sharp shit. lines. Just yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't know, bro. So it's like, it's kind of your, however you play it off, you know? Mm. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I thugged it out for like two years, right? Two and a half years, whatever, right there at my sister's house and just try to tattoo as much as I could. And then uh, that's when like um, rotor ma rotary machines start to become more popular. A rotary oh, machine- whole life Oh, bro, yeah. yeah, bro. It changed everything, fool. Like it, it, it was, it was because the machine building, like I said, it's a whole other aspect of tattooing, mm -hmm. the understanding the machine. I think every tattooer should know both, you know, because I, I think that's what, like just to, you know, just out of like the respect for tattooing, mm -hmm. I think you, you should know how to put a machine together. You should know what every part of the machine is called, um, you know, but at the same time, you know, things are evolving, things evolve. You got to keep up with the times, can be closed minded to stuff, you know, so the ro rotary machine came out and I saved up some money and I bought one, right? And then that machine, I started to really understand that machine and it was more consistent. Be not saying that a coil, it could be, I use coil still sometimes. A coil could be really dope, but it's only really dope if you understand the mechanics behind it. Mm. And you understand the machine and the skin and all that stuff. But the rotary is something that's going to be a little bit more more um, consistent. It's kind of like a, cla a classic car to like a fucking a, a, a fucking a, a Ferrari. Like a Ferrari is like, man, that shit's badass. Everyone's going to like it. It's going to turn on. It's going to fucking turn heads. Everyone's. A but mm -hmm. if you have like a 59 Impala, right? It's like that shit mm. needs work. It's going to be breaking down on you. But there's no fucking feeling that any car could give you. That that car's gonna car. give you. Right. There's no. It doesn't matter if it's not Very worth five hundred thousand. If it's worth two hundred thousand, it's a it's a classic, bro, and it's a shit. And it, there, there's things that the Ferrari's gonna do that the that the Impala can't do, but the Impala's gonna do all this other crazy shit that that there's no new car that will ever do. Mm. You know, that's a good way to compare that's a, a coil one, yeah. to a to a new machine. 
you know i always like saying that one because it's like relatable yeah. you know yeah. and and uh uh so i i fucking uh got that that rotary and then that's when like i i felt like things kind of started to like uh, get more consistent for me you know because i was as far do, as the quality the quality work? started yeah. to become more consistent because sometimes with the coil i would fuck with it and i would do some good work but then when i got the rotary i just felt like i, I was consistently doing better work and so much that like i was a, i built up like a cool little portfolio i had some pictures um and uh, I was so hard on myself, bro. I would go, I would pull up to a tattoo shop to go and try to get a fucking job. And like last minute, I would fucking, I would punk out, bro. I'd be like, ah, I'm not gonna go in there. Fuck this. I fucking suck. You know, like real, real I gotta quick, go back to touch my on, Can you touch on that process? Uh -huh. What is it in that game, in the tattoo game? Uh -huh. How do you even canvas a job? I'm assuming uh, they're not well, on Zip. Well, now, right. now it's it's like just through Instagram. Like oh, if you're right? cracking you're on Instagram, you got followers and you're fucking you're you you fucking have clientele. Most people Damn. just hire you just because they know you're you're, you're going to be able to pay the rent there. You know, they're going to mm. be like, this fool's got clients. He's got so much followers. His work's okay. You know, but it's more like they know that you're going to be able to like pay the rent there. You're gonna have foot traffic coming yeah bro more that's more not all shops are like that you know there's a lot of really good shops that still like they want someone that's like a stand-up guy that has good work that has good morals and good mm -hmm. work ethic there's still shops like that but a lot of the newer places now a lot of people are on rent so they just want you to be able to pay the rent they want to make sure that you got the clients and that you're you're going to be keeping up with the rent but the, but before it was more like you take pictures of your work and then you go with the fucking portfolio and you're like look look at my shit straight yeah. resume yeah. Yeah. look at my original stuff. portfolio yeah. look at my book. stuff yeah. yeah and and i would look at my i'm like man this shit fucking sucks and i'll go i'll, I'll get down on myself and then i, I gotta work harder and and what ended up happening is uh i i tattooed there was i started kind of getting this group of uh of like friends that i was kind of tattooing a lot it was like a big group of people i was tattooing all of them a lot and uh one of them comes one day and he's like hey bro my my i did a drawing like some lettering and he's like hey can i take it it was a copy Back then, I didn't have a fucking printer at my house, so there was a fucking like a FedEx Kinko's place. Mm -hmm. So whenever I would draw something or have whatever reference I was going to use, I would go and print like ten different copies, ten different sizes. And then when the client would come, it was just like, I hope one of these fits. If not, one of them was going to fit. I don't give a fuck. We're doing one of these. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but I, yeah, I didn't have yeah, a printer yeah. there to be like, okay, hold on, let me print it this size. Um, so uh, I had uh, copies of a bunch of drawings and shit, and some dude came in. He's like, hey, let me take this drawing with me. My neighbor will like it. And I'm like, yeah, go ahead, whatever. He took it, and then he's like, he, he texted me later that day, hey, my neighbor wants to call you. Is it cool? And I'm like, yeah, I thought you wanted to hit me up for a tap, right? Um, and it was uh, so th this dude calls me, um, the homie Sweeper. He calls me, and he's just like, hey, bro, I have this, this friend that, you know, he fucking, he has this tattoo shop, you know. I could maybe set you up with like a little uh a little uh fucking uh interview you know you want to go check it out i seen your work on instagram now at this time instagram's out instagram's this is maybe out. 2013 yeah 2013 um he's like you know maybe you could get a job there i went bro yeah i ended up working at that shop and you know that's when things really started to like change for me like like tattooing became even more serious bro i felt like because I was working in that shop and I was working around people that I respected and people that had been doing it for a long time that I owed it to not only myself, but to them to to yeah. earn my keep there, you know? So the, the owner was, you know, was a, he, he was a really good uh, mentor, bro. You know, he, he would 
um you know he he would be really hard on me bro like the 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 partying bullshit all that all that stupid unnecessary stuff it was cool you do it but just not here like this is a business like you you know you're mm. gonna be here on time and i'd be late for your appointments you know you're gonna fucking work uh, uh you, as much as you can you know so i would try to work like six or seven days a week bro you know because he was because he was there. touched on that because mm -hmm. people like to throw out that rock style rock yeah. rock rock star lifestyle yeah like you could just fucking oh, wake up at whatever time. A lot, you a lot of it is, bro, and and is a lot it? of it okay. is. A lot of foods work like that, bro, and it's and it's and it's cool. But realistically, you're only gonna get so high with that shit. You know, mm -hmm. like there's no you way you're gonna barrier. get you to a very very crazy level you might be killing it because you're just a good artist and you're good at tattooing but your life is going to be fucked bro you're gonna have problems with your girl or you're not gonna have a you know you're, you're if you have kids you're not gonna see it's gonna be all fucked up you know what i mean or you're gonna get into deeper nastier shit just mm -hmm. uh, that's that doesn't ever end good you know what i mean as yeah. far as long as if you like that and that's what you're into is just like being you know li living fast and you're cool with you know living you know 15 20 years and fuck it cool whatever but that's not like my goal bro i'm right. trying to i'm trying to like fucking uh you know leave a legacy behind for my kids bro like i'm, I'm not just trying to like fucking that, be though. like some yeah, little idiot sure, you know what i mean like for i'm trying sure. to like leave my kids not only not only financially bro but with the knowledge of like okay that's the thing that i didn't really have bro i didn't really have too much like when i was opening up my shop i didn't really know anyone that owned business so i was like who the fuck do i contact and okay, i learned right. all this real quick let's touch uh -huh. on the precursor to that uh -huh. So the build-up to that was you get this job. How long did you work there before the shop and all oh, okay. that? Okay, so I worked. I worked there for about like uh, like two years. Um, those two years, like I said, I worked with a lot of just good grinding. people. Yeah, grinding. Um, just just learning about the business part of it, um, how to mm -hmm. carry yourself. Because I, I I lacked a lot of confidence, bro. You know, I la I would get nerd. I was young, bro. So clients would come in everyone else that worked there had a lot more experience than i did like 10 plus years i only had like three years tatting bro so i would get there and they would like my work but then they would talk to me and be like what the fuck i ain't getting tatted by this guy like this guy really? like you know like this guy lacks so much you know like yeah, they yeah. just read it and you're like i'm not gonna let this guy tattoo me like it, it reminds me of like the barbershop yeah when yeah. you get the new guy they're like everybody's booked do you want to like, yeah oh, exactly wait, bro oh, that's wait. how i felt you know? there bro yeah, yeah that's right. how i kind of was but it was cool because i i I was right where I needed to be at, bro. Mm. Like that was perfect for me, you know. And, and I, I've been in those situations, playing sports, doing graph when I was a beginner, and I and I sucked. And you got to suck it up, and you got to put your your ego aside, and you just gotta you just gotta let it be, bro. And and you're sometimes people would think that I was the apprentice of the shop, and I'm like, nah, dude, I fucking work here. I'm not the apprentice, dude. The fuck, you're, you're I fucking blown. work here, you, you know. Chair. But but just because of like you know the I think the the lack of confidence and all that stuff, it was kind of like that. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I, I learned a lot of that business stuff and then, um, it, it just got to a point where like, I wanted to kind of change things, you know what I mean? I wanted to, I wanted to like work, uh, I just wanted to change where I, I just wanted to change something about like the work environment that I was in. Not that it was bad. I just wanted to like, I, I, I wanted to change and I, I felt like it was time for a change. Um, I found out that I was going to have my son, um, and I wanted to make a move and I ended up, uh uh w opening up a little private studio in Whittier um that was not licensed it was like it was fucking horrible bro it was a just any, like anywhere you tattoo has to be licensed yeah bro yeah does it okay. oh. and at this point graffiti's out you're Girl, not, fuck you're yeah that shit's out yeah bro i was like i, I like the the hard thing it, it, it was like a drug bro it was hard for me to shake yeah, it i can imagine it was hard for, for me to shake it and the fact that a lot of my friends like uh you know all my friends that are around me they did it and you know i remember like at the beginning i like i'll be like 
I would hit them up and be like, hey, if we're going to kick it, I don't want no spray cans in the car, none of that shit. Because yeah, yeah. I know myself, bro. I end up doing some dumb shit. You know, I no end up way. like, yeah, bro, I can't help myself, bro. It was like if there's a sack of meth right there and you're you're an ex-meth addict and it's right there, you're going to smoke that shit. You know, like for real, bro. It was yeah. like that, bro. It was like if the fucking cans are there, I'm going to fucking use them. If you got a marker and I see you do it, give me that shit, dude. I want to use it now, you know, and I'm going to go crazy. We're going to finish it and it's like the fucking yeah. sack, bro, you know? Or, or a, 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 I'm assuming a fat stack of those post office stickers yeah yeah fresh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just don't i just didn't want no part of it. and you know luckily the homies they, they respected that and you know i i it was still hard and i i would slip up every now and then but nothing crazy nothing too stupid and you know i i stood away from it bro you know and and i was so obsessed with tattooing and i knew okay. that that's what i wanted to do it kept me away from all that you know and then even even to like especially like the first like you know well, all of it bro but the the first like five six years of tattooing i was so i was so like dedicated to tattooing i would fucking miss uh, fucking christmas thanksgiving i would be tatting bro i was crazy dude like really? i was sick bro i would lie to, i would lie to the people at the shop they'd be like what'd you do yesterday it would be christmas i'll be like oh this is my family like fuck no i was there tatting bro on thanksgiving the, i was there tatting the bro i was there tatting for i was so, crazy why were you fool? doing that yeah. though like why were i just you... i don't know i just i feel like i've always liked that feeling bro like i think i i learned a lot of that stuff from like some of like the influences i had like growing up like like you know michael jordan and like like shit, you know alan iverson yeah, like uh -huh. play, players like that you know that you would hear about like their work ethic and like michael jordan was just crazy bro you know uh -huh. like like they would get like that they would get that that satisfaction of knowing that they're working while their competition is fucking sleeping and i get off on that bro i don't know why like i've always gone off on that you know like i always be like fuck so yeah, you dude. tell people like like oh i wasn't doing like no nah, i was like you know i had i was my fam yeah, it was like you a drug addict know, too, I've been bro, hustling, one, I'm bro. getting better and better yeah, day bro. by day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I respect better that. better and better aspect that yeah. I think you were yeah. doing, right? Like, that was always in the back of your head. Yeah, you yeah. Become the, I love yeah. that individually, tattooing, graph, all that, it falls on you, so why not put in the fucking Exactly, bro, too, yeah. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at the end, if yeah. like, if I'm not able to, at the end of the year, like that that goal that I had of that investment I want to do, if I don't fucking complete it, right. it's like, I'm the only lame there is me, bro. I can't say like, oh, it was my coworkers or... Yeah, no, it's, not, my it's not that like, team effort anymore. So one thing I was going to ask is, um, so now you found out you had you're getting your son. Uh -huh. You said you didn't know anything about business at uh -huh. all. How no. did you teach yourself and fuck. what did that look like? That, for you? that was hard, bro. You know, um, uh, it was hard, bro, because everything was just trial and error, bro. Like, at first, including the little studio. No, like, right. so the studio, studio it, like I knew I, I had a, I had done a little bit of research and I knew that. I needed permits. I I needed to get a mm. permit from the city. I needed to get inspected by the health department. I just didn't know how how hard those things were. You know what I mean? Um, and then so I didn't have the time or the patience to kind of go that route. I kind of wanted to start something on my own right away. So I kind of jumped the gun and I opened up that private studio. Um, and I worked there and it was okay, bro. But it was just like. Um, it was just like, not, like it was just no, you. no there, there was like uh there was a few of us that worked there okay um but it's it just it was a shitty situation bro um there was like no ac there we were always like hiding like mm. customers would come hey don't make noise don't do this don't do that don't kick it outside you're always at uh, the someone knock on the door you're like oh fuck who is that is it the is it the landlord or the health yeah. department it was not a good way not to good fucking vibe. to to conduct it doesn't look professional and if you want to be able to charge people like a good amount of money they got to go somewhere where they're like all right they're this shit's legit like this yeah. is like the yeah. you know this place is under control like everything is taken care of everything looks good you know um it looked good it just wasn't legal bro and uh 
So we got out, we, we got, I got out of that situation and then got into like the, like actually opening up like an actual shop, you know? And that was, that was difficult, man, because going to like the health department and they give you like, they give you the runaround. A lot of times they see you and they're like, they've gotten a bunch of idiots that have gone in there just like you. And they're just like, here, give this information. They don't help you out, bro. Like not that they, it's not really their job, you know, like to it's really like, help you here's out. The paperwork, yeah. It. Yeah. But it's crazy because it's, it's very difficult for, for you, for, from, from having this idea and then actually ha like making it happen, it's it, it's a long, it's fucking hard, bro. It's a lot of yeah. obstacles. And there, and if you don't come from a background, if you had like, if I had an uncle that owned a bunch of shit, I could have hit him up like, hey, how do you do? Oh, you got to go to the health department. You got to make sure that it's zoned. You got to get it inspected before you sign any lease. You got to make sure that the city's even gonna allow that. That the health department's gonna allow that. The floor yeah. that you have, the paint on the walls, everything. Fuck the 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 hazardous disposal that you fucking need release forms like all kinds of crap that you're gonna need, need. like pathogen yeah 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 yeah, like yeah exactly everyone needs to be licensed there you got to take a bloodborne pathogen all these things that you need to do um you know so that the business is is running um and there's a lot of mis big mistakes that we could have made at the beginning that that you know that luckily like I, it didn't happen to me what well, a big one that happens to a lot of people is they jump the gun and they're like oh i want to open up here they go talk to a landlord like hey i want to open up a tattoo shop here landlord's like all right cool go for it you sign a fucking five-year lease and then you go to, through the process you go to the health department or you go to the city to get your business license and the city's like what the fuck you can't open up a tattoo shop there it's too close to a school or it's too close to this or that or there's no way yeah like i don't know how it is in every city is yeah. different every but i know i know okay. that like where i'm at it's pretty lenient um i'm in pico rivera that the the regulations for the health department are not too strict i know that like whittier is extremely strict they only want a certain amount in the city it can't be this many feet from another or yards from another tattoo okay, shop so can't be next to like certain types of stuff daycare or schools or stuff like that why would that um, be like you can't be too close uh, to other tattoo shops is I, I, it like you, a... you know what it is it's because back in the day bro the tattoo shops have it's it's almost like a bar bro it has that stigma of like a bar where oh, okay. fights and you fucking and they just affiliate it with a lot of bad stuff Biker which dudes and yeah yeah just yeah. a bunch of stuff that's like negative for the city so they just don't want it at every fucking corner makes sense you know okay but at the same time it's crazy because they'll allow liquor stores like every other corner like in some neighborhoods that's a you good know point. but yeah. at the same time you know i understand because tattooing's come a long way too where now i don't think it's not frowned upon no more there's a lot of regular ass people that do it. It's not just like fucking bikers and gang members that are doing tattoos. Yeah. It's fucking everyone. Everybody. It's art students. It's fucking uh, everything, bro. The, the, the ex taggers, you know, all kinds of shit that all kinds of people that do it. So I I, I think it's slowly because um, in Whittier, I've already seen a few, like like two or three new shops open. And when when you know when we were opening up the shop in Pico. Um, they were like, fuck no, you guys can't open up here. Or if you did want to open, you have to do like this special. It's called like a special use permit that you have to apply for, and it's like a, a, a it's like a permit that's like ten G's, and it's just for the city to fucking hear out, basically to hear you out and be like, hey, I want to open up a shop here. This is what whatever your business proposal, and then if they so deny it, you lose it. You, you yeah, it's like something. It's like eight like eighty five hundred dollars or something, and then it's a good chunk of money though. Yeah, bro, oh, yeah. just to get it's thrown away, money, especially yeah. if you're you're you know. If you're barely, you know, right. getting established, you know, it's it's a lot of money, you know, but. So, so you put in all the work, you did all the research. 
And eventually you got it done? We got it done, yeah, bro. Yeah, it got done. A yeah. team or was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got, yeah. Just strong, me, me yeah. People. Like family, bro. Yeah, like just, Fuck, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah, we got it done. So on the topic of money real quick, because I know you at least for sure saved money from like when you first, uh-huh. when you had your little Whittier spot. Uh-huh. But like, was loans and things like that? Oh, hell no, bro. No, I never did any of that shit. I've never believed in like loans or anything like that, especially for like when you're, well, everyone's different. I don't want to, I don't want to be disrespectful Mm -hmm. to someone that's currently and has a business loan. But personally, I I was making good enough money already at that time. And I was already pretty like savvy with like saving and stuff like that, where I knew that I didn't want to. I didn't want to have to worry about like covering all the bills here, like the rent and all that stuff, and then worry about this loan. So I said, not until I have like so much money saved, you know, jump into the, you know, opening up the tattoo shop. You know what I mean? So I had, once I had a good uh, uh, enough money saved, um, you know, I, I just, you know, did it all with my own money. You know, it wasn't. Anyone. You didn't have no need for nah, it. Nah, nah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't have no. Yeah, and then. Uh, yeah, I, I did it, and then you know you get like weird ass people like, oh, I'll, I'll invest. I'm like, I don't want no one's hands in this that shit. That happens you know? a lot, Fuck huh? That. Yeah, nah, bro, you got to do it yourself, yeah. bro. Like, straight. And if it take, and honestly, bro, if it takes ten years, you got to wait the ten fucking years, bro. You know, everyone nowadays. That's a bad thing about like a younger generation is they want to get rich fast, bro. It's like that shit don't work like that. And anything that, that you true. see that is like that, if it's legit, it's like fucking one in a billion, bro, that someone's going to get rid. Yeah. Like, it's going to be some YouTuber or some weird shit that just cracked off. And yeah, they're like a crazy yeah. scenario of it. But mo- most of the stuff, bro, it's like if you're not willing to like like not make money for at least five years, bro, and be passionate about whatever it is, you, you're not going to fucking hit it, bro. You're not going to, you know what I mean? You got to be able to put put in time without really making any money, bro. I'm glad you're putting that yeah. out there, bro, because that's all you see on, like, social media. Yeah, like, bro, it's You want to know how to get yeah. money fast. You want to know how to do yeah. this here. Buy this, and yeah, I'll yeah. teach you how to do it in a week. Oh, boy, how are you going to teach me in a week how to freaking start a whole business yeah, and or, or, yeah, get yeah, stocks like this? Yeah. Like, bro, I don't even know. And, and you know what? Don't you know, I, don't, I, don't, you, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe for some people that shit's work, but right. the, the odds of that are very low, bro. You know? Part, yeah. you, you, have, you have a better chance of just, like, whatever. Find out whatever it is that you like or... Or not even that. Just find out what you, you like. Money. Like if you if you're just into making money, find find a career or something that makes a lot of money or has the potential to make a lot of money. Or if you're good with talking, go get a fucking sales job. There's no cap in sales, bro. You can make sense. all kinds yeah. of money. I like that. So yeah. there there there's opportunity in whatever type of personality you have. There's an opportunity to make money in anything. You know. So now you got your. I mean, out of curiosity, I mean, uh-huh. not like how much you spend specifically, uh-huh. but you know from experience uh-huh. from other people. How much on average does it take to really get a shop, buy the equipment for it, like uh-huh. cumulatively? Uh, it depends, bro. Like there, there's there's shops nowadays where I think it's ridiculous and I think it's really stupid. And I honestly think it's like a bad message to send like the younger generation. But uh-huh. there, there's shops that you could tell like these, these fools invested like two, three hundred thousand, bro. Five, six hundred thousand, bro. Like just ridiculous, bro. Like just... Me personally, you know, like it's just like fuck, bro. That's that's fucking crazy. But at the same time, there are artists that are so well established that have put in so much time that are doing that right now, and it's well deserved, bro. You know. Mm -hmm. But then you got a lot of people that are um, like just getting loans or like partnering up with weird stuff, bro. And it's it's kind of I don't know. I don't I don't want to get too much into that, bro. I don't want to talk about as long as you could do it on your own. But I I think it's you know if you kind of want to do your your own thing, bro, and and. You don't want to do anything that's too too out of pocket, and you, you know you kind of want to um, get started and do it legit. I don't know. I would say anywhere between. You could do it cheap, bro. Like fifteen to 
30,000, bro, you can wow, do it, bro. Really? That's love. That's, 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 yeah, that's wow. really that People like, understand that. That makes shit attainable. And especially, bro, because if you if you tattoo or whatever, you're a barber, you're dealing with people, so you're going to know a lot of people. You're, you have a lot of people in your network, so you need your floor done, you need paint, you need whatever. Oh, you know man. people, bro. Yeah. Like, you could get it done cheap. You know, it's not that crazy. It's just, you know, putting that money aside and doing it. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and one thing you mentioned earlier, too, is also, like, I think there's a lot of individuals out there who don't know how to communicate with everybody. You, like you said, you have all kinds of characters coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. So that's one other thing you got to build. Like, like you said, put aside your ego. Yeah. And build yeah. that character. Know how to work with everybody. Yeah, yeah. Don't keep uh, that same yep. that same homie feel. Or exactly. Whatever, yeah, that, that and, and that's another have. thing too. Like for I think a lot of newer artists is like, or a lot, I think just a, the younger generation um, is like uh, they they feel like they're owed something. You know what I mean? So. A lot, I see a lot of tattoo artists that are young and they're and they're you know in the first few years of their tattooing and they're treating clients like if they've been in the game already like 15 years like they're mm. oh I don't do that or no I don't this or that it's like dude at the beginning dude you got to pay your dues and you 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 got to be a tattooer and you just got to do you just got to do work bro you know you got to do it you might not like it but you got to do it you're going to get yeah. the experience and not only that you'll get the experience of even how to handle how to handle those types of situations and those types of people because they're going to come you're going to get them even if you're working at a super high like high upscale shop you're going to get people all, of all walks of life and they're all going to treat you a certain type of way and yeah. you got to know how to kind of hold yourself and and be um, and, and still be able to be like the dude in charge in the room because at the end of the day, they're coming to your home. They're coming to get what's what's yours. And, and you know, you got to make sure that you, you treat them like it's yours. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to give you, we're going to do things this way because this is the way it's going to come out best. Right. And being in those situations, all those shitty situations will allow you to be that type of artist, you know, and yeah. have that communication with clients and stuff like that. I, I have one question. Uh -huh. Tell me if I'm wrong on this because I've, I've been looking at your work. Um, you only do like black and white ink, right? You yeah, black, yeah, black and gray. Yeah, it's the white. So it's black ink, and it's just diluted, and it's like it's broken down, and it creates gray tones. And then even there's that's some hard as fuck. Seeing fifty bottles laid out with different <laughs> grades, I'm like, I don't even. Bro, yeah. Kevin, uh, it's, oh, it's yeah. great. It's great. It gets. It's yeah, it's yeah. just like you know, if you're if you're not really if you're not doing it, I've caught, obviously it looks yeah. crazy, bro. You know, but. Uh, go ahead. What were you saying? But yeah, so like, is it is color something you're gonna start practicing, nah, or you want to practice at nah, all? Nah, you know what? Like, I the style I always liked, you know, just from what I would see growing up, and you know, you know, seeing like in county and stuff like that. I've always just liked black and gray, you know, it's like the style. LA kind of style, are, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, color. I it's cool. I like it. Um, I like all styles of tattooing. I think it's all sick. I think it all carries a, those same values of mm -hmm. like you mm -hmm. having to work at it and you, you discipline and dedication and consistency. I like all of it, bro. It's all sick. Um, but my preference is just black and gray. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, so real quick, I got a question for you then. Um, when you were busted, you seen uh -huh. a lot of homies and every, everybody in there pretty much, every other person's drawing, doing cards, doing mm -hmm. vinyls, doing uh, whatever they're doing. Uh -huh. What... what, what Biggest things that we hear is I want to start, I want to tattoo, yeah. I want to cut hair, I want a clothing brand. Uh -huh. But for tattooing, um, what's a skill or something that you would recommend dudes uh -huh. that are into that and they, they want to kind of break into the tattoo uh -huh. world to start doing, to start I, picking up if they want to. That's a good question. I, I would say it's not even so much of like that, like the actual like tattooing, bro. It's like the mindset that you have to have, you know, like I think mm. that's more key, bro. Because eventually if you practice anything in life and you do it repetitively, you're going to get good at it. You know, it's just a matter of of like, do you have the discipline? Do you have 
the drive? Are you really passionate about what it, what it is to actually put in that time and actually do it? And I think that's that's one thing that's very difficult is when you get out when you get out of a jail or whatever, or even when you get out of high school, bro. You're like, what yeah. the fuck do I do? Yeah. Like, where, where where do I start? You're you're gay, and and then you're getting this crazy loan. If if that you're going to the school route, it's like you better know exactly what you're gonna do, and that's difficult because if you get some dumbass loan uh, for to be a fucking to major in business, and then uh, you know I hear that one all the time. No disrespect, but it's like, oh, I'm major in business, and then it's like, fuck, you're not even doing anything related in to business. your fucking yeah. to your fucking to degree, and that's fucked yeah. up, you know. And that and that's not the that's not the the kids fault bro that that's a lot of that shit is like society's fault because they really push that on you like if you don't go to school you can't be successful and that's not really true bro like you you could fucking work in any fucking line of work and be the best at it and you could be successful if you make the right moves that part you know but it's just it's a mindset bro it's i think is you just have to get to a point where wh whatever it is everyone's different whether it's you hit rock bottom or or you just start to slowly practice Trying to trying to hold yourself accountable for everything mm. you do, bro, and just like and 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 get rid of that like victim mentality, bro. I think that's the biggest one for that. I think a lot of us have is just like you feel bad for yourself all the time, like fuck, I didn't have my dad, or I didn't have this, or I didn't have that. Yeah. And it's like, dude, there's there's always someone in a way more fucked up situation. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of good examples of people out there that have fucking made something of themselves and they got a worse situation than you yeah, do, yeah. you know? So it's possible, man. And and and, it, and, it, and it's nice, bro. Every, every time you hear someone's story and they've come from some, from like uh, some adversity, which mo most people, bro, but when you hear some really crazy stories, you're like, holy fuck, man, you know? And it gives everyone, it gives you hope, you know? And it's like, it's it's... Uh, it's 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 something that should be shared too bro that people yeah. should hear you know and and, and you know I, I there's a lot of people out there that are very successful and it'd be cool to hear m more stuff like that you know what i mean yeah. i think we, i think we all could have used that growing up is you know hearing someone from a similar background like you say a story and it'd be like something that you could actually relate with because a lot of the stuff you hear it's like what the, like what the fuck this shit doesn't even make sense how the fuck do you have you. that much money dude like how does that make any sense like how, you know? how you put those pieces together like, yeah I like scripted almost yeah right. bro it's yeah. like come on it's dude. what you're doing right now though basically like providing that that kind of yeah perspective. yeah yeah so, I, so real quick because i know we're, we're pretty close to wrapping up uh -huh. um so now you start your business you got into it uh -huh. now you you're you're doing were you successful from the start or not yeah bro yeah because okay, I, cool, I already cool. had the i already had the the clientele the, the clientele and i had i had the fucking uh I already had like those, those uh, I think where people fail, bro, is they want to, they put the money aside, they want to open up the business, but they lack all those fucking, all those, uh, all those traits, bro, of being like, okay, I'm not gonna be able to go out every time my friends call me. Mm. I'm not. I'm, I might have to not drink for one year. I might not. I might mm. have to sacrifice all these things. A lot of people don't want to sacrifice shit, bro. They want to. They want to feel good all the time. And it's okay to struggle. It's okay to feel like shit sometimes. It's okay to not have money. It's okay to not have nice shit all the time. It's all right, dude. At the end of the day, like. You'll, you'll have that. If you sacrifice it long enough, you'll fucking have it, bro. And okay. that's the thing is people don't want to go through that stage of pain, you know, and you got to go through it, bro, because the pain, you're going to grow and that pain, you'll fucking grow, dude, you know, and okay. and, and that was something dope that my I, I remember I had a fucking shitty car, bro, for the fucking longest, bro. I had a piece of shit car, dude, like horrible, bro. And I was always super self-conscious. The homies in the back know what car yeah, it was. Because they're laughing. They're like, I know exactly what car it is. All the time, bro. I would get pulled over all the time. It was a horrible car, bro. And I had that car for a long time. And I remember uh, I was making a decent amount of money. And my mom, I asked my mom. I was like, hey, mom, like, uh, like, I don't have credit. Like, could you co-sign? I have this money to put down, blah, blah, this bullshit. 
And like she would tell me no, bro. And she'd be like, nah, like you gotta get it on your own. Like, get it on your own. That car's still good. You're not you're not if you can't get it on your own, you're not really ready. You know what I mean? And I fucking and I and I fucking true. I dug it out, bro. True, I had that yeah. car for a long fucking time, bro. And, and uh, you know, now more recently, bro, I've had some crazy cars, bro. Like, I've had some crazy shit. And I could get some stupid, crazy shit right now. I just decide not to because I want to invest more. But I could get, I could get like, damn near any car I want, bro. And I've had That's some tight, crazy man. shit, bro. That, that has to be an amazing feeling. Hell yeah, bro. Oh, Especially when I go into the, the, the dealerships and they're like, I'm looking at cars that are like up there, like two hundred thousand. They're like, what the fuck? No way! This like a G wagon or all something. All that, yeah, bro. Damn, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nuts. I had a Porsche. Uh, I, I, I don't have it anymore. I sold it. Is that right? And that, those are benefits too with the with the fucking uh, with the business, bros. You learn how to write a lot of that stuff off, and they could become yeah. part parts of your business. And you you could find ways to fucking legally, you know, avoid having to pay so many taxes. You know what That's I mean? That's good. Yeah. But, but like, I, I, yeah, even old cars, bro. I've had old cars, all that shit. But right now, it's like. Right now is the time where like I, I got I don't like being comfortable, bro. But comfort to me, I, I fuck up when I'm comfortable. I start doing dumb shit. I always mm. like being under pressure and, and all that stuff. So for me right now, it's like a lot of that a lot of that stuff I like gonna gonna put it to the side for now, bro. And I'm you, gonna go back to the in, drawing board. In reference to the cars. The cars, the yeah, clothes, yeah. The cars, the, tra the traveling, all that clothes, yeah. all it's like fuck all that shit. Like I, I, I got a little taste of it. I got I've had it for a, a few years now. It's like now nah, put that shit back. And then go back to grinding, and then okay, I'm gonna yeah. sacrifice even fucking more, and I'm gonna have like double, triple, and like three, four years, bro. You know, like yeah. that's how Damn. you that's how you gotta think, bro. Because even that, I would feel stupid. I'm like, dude, like I have all this shit, and then like my mom's still working, bro. My mom shouldn't be working no more, bro. That's that's not that I'm not there yet, bro. Like I'm not there yet to have like a car that that's ex that's that expensive. I am. I could do it, but. Not until like my 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 mom, she don't gotta worry about shit no more. Then I'm like, okay, now I could really enjoy that without Damn. feeling like shit. That's solid, that's you know, solid thinking. Yeah, you my know, mom's like, gotta be right, bro. You know, so th those are the focuses now. Is like I want to get my parents. They're good, bro. They they they've done good for themselves. But I, you know, the other day I was talking to my mom. She's like, I fucking like not fucking, but she's like, I don't like coming here. I don't like coming to work. And then it's just like I was like, you know, I didn't tell her, but. Cause I'm an action guy. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna change that shit pretty soon. Damn. Oh yeah. I'm inspired. I'm sure that's gonna be huge. The day you get <laughs> yeah, to tell us so. yeah, you ain't gotta. Yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah. But uh, okay, man. So so with that being said, uh -huh. what what's what's in the future? What right. do you got going on? Uh, what do you want to shout out? I know uh, you know you got I, a lot of things going on. Fuck. Same thing, bro. Like just just the same thing, man. Is just uh, stay stay grounded and stay dedicated, mm -hmm. stay consistent. And just try to stay away from the bad stuff, you know, and then just take it one day at a time. Just try to those 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 things that you need to yeah. do. It's just one day at a time. Don't look at it too far, you know, because then it gets discouraging. You know what I mean? And and if you have a bad day or two, or you fall off the wagon for a little bit, you get right. You got to get oh, right God. back on it. You know, it's okay. We all do it. We all fuck up. We ah, I fucking went out and I drank too much. So I'll get get back on it the next day. No fucking. Oh, I'm gonna be here in bed and feel sorry for myself. Is really like letting that guilt get to you and being like, "Fuck that, mm. dude!" Like I ain't doing that shit no more. And and, and you know, and, and just same shit, bro. Same same grind, same everything, bro. We're working hard, you know. We're working on every aspect of your life, you know. Eating right, fitness, fucking everything, bro. Just trying to oh, do yeah. everything, bro. Yeah, the whole package. Yeah, yeah, trying to do everything. Yeah, yeah. And it's hard, you know, but just a day at a time, bro. Really. For sure, yeah, bro. That's right, man. Yeah. Well. Shit, we appreciate you yeah, for uh, oh yeah, taking bro. the time. And I know it's big. I'm sure it's Friday. Motherfuckers want appointments to show up oh, on Saturday bro, tattoo. So we appreciate yeah, you, yeah, know, you know, yeah, for taking for the time. You guys. Yeah, yeah. Yes, again, y'all check out Bogus Instagram. What's your IG? Bogus underscore tattoo. 
Let's get it, baby. Appreciate you, bro. Podcast. Appreciate you.